Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to BTW and we're going to drop some PvP knowledge on all you suckers. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP Podcast. My name is Chris. Wait, that's that's not right. Uh, my name is Brad, aka Wildcat Dad Seventeen. My name is Jacob, aka Dino, and I'm Matthew Breaker. Today is Monday, the twenty third of May. Uh, obviously, as you can tell, we're missing our fearless leader tonight, but we figure we'll have a good time anyways. Got a not a ton to talk about, but enough to get us a good show. I think. What do you guys think? You, you think we got enough this week? Uh, yeah, we do. I mean, besides the fact that we got Matthew here, uh, after <laughs> what it's been a while, so it's nice to have him here. Uh, people can actually hear him now. So that's yeah, good. it's gonna be more than us just hearing him in our ears. Going, <laughs> are, are we right? Are you, no, you're wrong, Matthew. Don't tell us these things. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> but other than that, Matthew, since you're a guest, how was your week? Week was was okay. I was dealing with some family stuff um, throughout the weeks, but it was nice to sort of take a break this weekend. Uh, got out for, I don't know, probably like an hour and a half, two hours for the Geodude Community Day. So it was pretty light on the Pokemon Go, but, you know, that's what we do for family. And, you know, it's kind of nice to start the week off, you know, recording the podcast with you guys and then uh, get to play a lot later this week. So I'm looking forward to that. How about you, Dino? uh week was good um very light on gbl as per usual uh very heavy on uh sylph just because that's the only thing competitive that's going on uh a lot of practice of different things has been going on uh and like i went out to all the way to miami for the community uh meetup which was okay wait wait, uh, there was a dino in the wild (laughs) <laughs> you can say that yeah <laughs> um but yeah that was it was fun it was fun to actually go out actually the whole time i was there and it was nice and it, it did a, a firefly uh term afterwards in person so that How was, was that? that was fun it was interesting uh it was it was definitely something i haven't done in at least 
two three years oh right. uh, so it was it felt weird and it, it kind of like i i wanted to do it just because it kind of gave you like a little bit of a experience and uh, a little bit of a taste of like how it is again to like battle in person uh and it was fun it's actually nice to see people like saying you know good games in front of you instead of like through the <laughs> screen through your texting so it was it was actually very fun very fun you get to see whether they're genuine or not yeah i'm like are they just you know being are they molding on me or not but a lot of people were really cool and the miami people there were really cool and wanted to meet up so it was fun um what about you wildcat my week was pretty good. I actually did get a chance to go out and play for a little while on the Geodude community day. Unlike I originally said last week, uh, kiddo didn't sleep very well for that night. And the wife, thank God, is a saint and stayed up with her, but had to get up and go to work the next day. So we're like, eh, I'm not waking you up to go to a dance recital. Yeah, But instead, <laughs> I went and played Pokemon Go. So I feel like <laughs> it was a win-win. No. <laughs> um, that worked out. Yeah, that worked, worked out. out. So I went out and played for a while. I will say the mega change for this mega level two is a game changer on Community Day. So, Dino, you said you ended up not having a mega at two yet, right? No. See, like, that's why I hate, like, I... I when the mega came out so like mega amphros and mega manatric i think it's called uh were like very underwhelming when they first came out with the megas and i was just like eh, i don't need to do this there's other bosses or you know other raids i can use my pass on and then now this ended up like backfiring on me and i didn't have it although i did get extra stardust for being at the event but that's about it yeah matthew did you did you have a, a buddy ready or a mega ready at level two yet no, because I didn't care enough when those Pokemon were out in raids to even uh, attempt them. So, so let me, so let me tell you guys why you're game. mistaken in not doing this. I started the event with 84 XL Geodude Candy. I played one hour, 12 minutes. I ended the event 369 XL Geodude Candy. One hour, 25, or one hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Was that I mean, level two or level That was a level two mega? Amphros. Okay. Wow. So you actually did Mega Amphros? I Mega like, Amphros. I have I, I had like enough, the energy. Yeah, I had a ton of mega energy for Amphros. I did quite a few of them because I wanted the shiny. Because I the only okay. other shiny I had was a community day shiny, and I wanted one that didn't have Dragon Pulse on it. Because oh. Dragon Pulse was an exclusive move, and I wanted to be able to have a shiny focus blasting Amphros. That's fair. for flexing on people. Um, so yeah, I, I did that. I am actually up to 12 buddies at Mega 2 or, or 12 Pokemon at Mega 2 already. So how much does that increase though, whenever it's a level three versus a level two? We don't know. No one has a level three. No yet. one has one. Uh, Reyes oh. should have one in the next, I think he said five days or so. Jesus. Cause I think it's 30 it days of interactions of Mega evolving to get to level three. So, okay. I mean, that's actually nice it's not too long actually yeah i mean and i'll be honest i literally today was i had a licky tongue spawn at my house and i clicked on it and said oh wait backed out mega evolved my kangaskhan then went back in to catch the licky tongue and got yeah, two xl candies that must be nice i don't know how that feels like yeah. to just mega evolve anything <laughs> but other than that we have a we have a decent show we have some news talking about mega raids we have some rating based news uh, have a little bit of discussion around the new Sylph meta. Uh, some more regional actions happened last weekend and is happening this coming weekend. 
uh, community day dates, and maybe Dino's not happy about one of them for some reason. I don't know why he wouldn't be happy. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. As well as your questions, and we actually have GBL news. What? What is that? We'll talk about <laughs> GBL for once. I know, right? But other than that, things that happened this week, I know on Tuesday, Dino tried to dominate Master League with his special guest. How, how'd that stream go, Dino? <laughs> uh, it was it was interesting. Um, I think I wouldn't say that. I mean, definitely didn't succeed to like dominate for sure. Uh, I did it with Doms, and he he actually knows a lot more. As you, I think Wildcat knows. We've watched a couple of the streams. Knows and likes uh, Master League, so it was it was interesting. Um, and actually, it, it wasn't. I saw a lot of interesting Pokemon like Arcanine I've never seen in a while there, and um, I think there was just random ones. I think that me and him were going back and forth, and like seeing like what is this thing doing right now on level forty. I tried using Alakazam, fun, but not good enough. I guess too too glassy hits hard. Uh, I did get a couple. But of imagine when ones, that so. mega releases. There you go. Ooh. See. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a fun stream, and uh, I, I'm gonna say this. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna have Master League Classic or Premiere. I don't know how they're gonna do it for next season, but at least I know what's gonna be working a little bit more now. Yeah, and I on Saturday got a spark of inspiration to play some Master League as well. <laughs> We're, we are killing Dino. We are stop. killing his soul, and we're not going to stop today. Oh my Asher's God. not here to stop me. Uh, God. <laughs> it is going to be a that very punny true. episode. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but I was joined by our, actually, one of our new team members, technically, for our yeah. Twitch um, empire. We're going to call it an empire. Uh, in, yeah. Oh my god. Instinct Leader Spark. <laughs> he's also a member of Team Rocket, but he's also chosen to join up with the forces that are BTW. Uh he was streaming with us. He's gonna be we're gonna go try to go on his stream sometimes. You'll also Matt just bring this on Matthew now. Find his links down in the show notes as well as Lyle's Jeff's links down in the show notes. Um Matthew didn't know that was coming, but that's happening. And last night, Dino and I totally didn't forget we were supposed to do a coaching session. Totally didn't forget that. Wildcat's fault. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Blame me. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, So what we ended up doing was we still had Clifford Mert on, but we did a live Forged Cup practice. And we'll talk a little bit more about that maybe in the self section. What do you think, Dino? Yeah, I think it's. I I like to go a little bit into details about it because it was very interesting, to say the least. And then have you listened to the executive edition yet? Mm, oh. oh he's a bad host bad host wait time out no actually i was actually listening to it and then forgot about it i was 10 minutes and i promise mm-hmm. <laughs> well matthew did a great job with the guys from roundtable chadock uh, it was a great listen really fun podcast we if you don't listen to them today go listen to them they're hilarious. It's a different type of show than what you're going to get from us. And it's different than what you're going to get from Lord Up or GoCast as well. It's in its own little niche. And that's that's exactly what we should, we want to see. Um, yeah, so I like that. Because like every podcast that you just mentioned has its own little like style. 
um, including us and then among all the other ones. And that's why I like because then you get a little bit different from everything, from everyone that you listen to. Yeah, and we had our Fireside chat come out on YouTube and we may have ruffled a few feathers. Yeah. No. (laughs) Matthew, yeah. Like, I, like... That was interesting for sure. The I didn't expect at least a whole like, what is it like? Almost like an essay of what we, we call that a book. Account. That is a book, sir. Yeah, I wanted to be a little bit generous, but, but let, let's be honest here. We're going to piss people off. Asher said it last time. We're going to piss people off sometimes in that discussion piece. That's the reason it's a discussion piece. I still stand behind what I said. I'll say it again. Bye, Felicia. So it is what it is. If you didn't like the opinion, that's fair. Give us that feedback. We want to hear your feedback, good or bad, in those situations. Uh, one last little wrap up, real quick. Do we also did note that during community or right before what was it? Was it an hour before community day? Happened? I think so around that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. It was very recent, like towards leaning, like towards when it was about to start. Yeah, um, rollout got changed. It went from a spark clone, boo, not a good move, to being four damage, 14 energy, and three turns. It's a so viable comparison, move. Comparison to like a snarl or a bullet seed. But it's like higher very, energy very than higher energy than snarl even. Yeah, it's higher energy, one less damage, one uh one more energy gain from it. So it's really, really good. Um I don't know if anybody's tried it, uh, rollout on, you know, because it's only Master League, so I don't know if anybody actually just, like, maxed out. I faced did... one. Oh, you faced I one. I thought you did one. it. No. I'm like, you're crazy. I faced one. How how, how was it? How Underwhelming? Oh, like, it, overwhelming, it shrunk like, to Gyarados. Okay, I mean, but that's, that's expected, a Gyarados, but, like, yeah. what about everything else, like, that, or did it not see anything else? They didn't see anything else, because it went down quick enough. Okay. I had to so it's not shield. bulky. Well, of course, Golem and Master League, that ain't going to be bulky. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's still, I, I don't know. I feel like in some metas for self, I think it might be really good. And we'll probably see that soon. Yeah, I think it was Miami Doc that pointed out you should probably keep one of each around. Because for yeah, self metas. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also noticed, Dino, did you know any special Pokestops in the park in Miami when you went? Uh, I did not just because I don't know the spot, but I did ask around the people that uh, do go to that spot, and I believe they told me that they didn't notice any other new ones. Yeah, so if anyone watched Trainer Tips Community Day video, the official meetup in LA had one Pokestop. It was a Starbucks. That was it for the official meetup where they wanted people to play Pokemon Go. And actually, I, I don't know this, so maybe you can clear it up. Um, there was supposed to be extra Pokestops? I believe or... there was last month in the, in the places that had the meetups, because I think there were special gifts that got sent out from them. Oh, okay, so I yeah, I didn't I didn't get any extra like any special gifts. But, but what did or, you get, uh, Tino? I got some souvenir from uh, Niantic. Uh, got some glasses, some stickers, a little pin um and like a little visor you know so it was it was it was dope i mean can't complain about that it's free stuff so is it cool like what? uh yeah let me let me get it like <laughs> let me see let me show you <laughs> oh but yeah so it, it it could be worth going to one of these meetups if if you're really looking for the merch i know 
Uh, GoCast had a meetup in Minnesota, I want to say, at the Mall of America. Lord Up was mm-hmm. in New York. So it was cool. I, I there was no the closest meetup to me was Owensboro, Kentucky, and no one really <laughs> plays in Owensboro, Kentucky. I have zero clue how Niantic did not choose Louisville or Lexington because those are the two biggest communities and the two biggest cities in the state. So Dino, show us your merch. Yeah, describe. So, you got to I mean, describe I, it because you know the audio format. No, they're gonna have to watch the YouTube now because <laughs> if they want to see it, I also showed it yesterday on the stream. So just it's it's kind of fair. Uh, so this is kind of like a little thing. I don't know if this like you like kind of. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like really a sticker, but I'm pretty it's sure patches. you can see that. Yeah, and then little pin that just has community there, and then you got also some glasses from them that says Niantic in the back, and then little visor which I didn't really use even though it's hot as hell. So you just kind of like got to build it. It just says Niantic on it. Eh, that's cool. Kind of cool. At least it's something yeah, to put I up think and say you they know gave... hey. They gave some, uh, I think, some stuff that you can redeem, which I didn't get. I completely forgot to come back and get it. So uh, I don't know if it was like free items or what it was per se. It was free items, I do believe. But uh, I, I, messed up. I guess that's enough dilly down here to start. You guys ready to jump in the fire and talk about some sylph? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say I am somewhat fired up for this meta. What do you think, Tina? Uh, I would. <laughs> that's what I feel like is an understatement. <laughs> you're, you're with these puns. I can't do. It. I can't. I'm about to like just leave. Uh, I know. I know. We. I think. Everybody in the discourse knows that how much how passionate you are about these kind of cups. So, uh, definitely, I liked it. I absolutely hate point based cups. So, and and because of that, for one thing, because it is literally a, at least you know 60, 70 Pokemon allowed, and it's only allowed per calling it out. We're not going to give you the entire list. I ain't got that kind of time to read 60 Pokemon names and make yeah. fun of myself. Um, but what it is, is you get 17 points to build a team of six. And there's four tiers. There's an eight-point tier, a four-point tier, a two-point tier, and a one-point tier. So what you could do is take an eight-point, a four-point, a two-point, and three one-points. Or any combination thereof. And you don't have to use all 17 points. I know that question's been asked as well. Uh, do keep in mind, all Dragon, Steel, Dark, Mega, and Hoenn Pokemon are banned. So, it's interesting. Matthew, did you do Venture Cup last year? Uh, I did. Did you like Venture Cup last year? Be honest. Don't, don't... I No, no, no. I, I'll always be honest. I think the the point system for me personally is just really confusing because I can never really figure out like what is going to be the best like metric for it. I know this one is what eight, four, two and one point Pokemon. So it really limits you to like you could obviously only choose one eight or you could choose two fours 
are three fours, one two, and three two fours, ones, two twos, you know? and one one. Right. So I I get confused with with those type of of point metas. I feel like just the normal sylph metas where you have like the band stuff, you have the um the Pokemon that are allowed are just more clear cut for me to sort of pick a team with the ranking list. PV poke doesn't really help me in in these type of things so it makes the startup of building a team more challenging for me personally yeah i had the same problems now we did do a practice tournament last night so let, let's we're going to go through each of the point tiers we're not going to talk about every pokemon in the point tiers because there's just too many but let's talk about a few that we've seen last night dino and what you would or wouldn't recommend bringing so for eight point tier we saw, in my opinion, a lot of Licky Tongue. Would you bring Licky Tongue at all? After seeing uh, it? No. no. Licky Tongue, not worth it in this meta. There's just not enough things that it really deals with. Now, there was... If you want to absolutely bring an 8-point Pokemon, there was three that kind of stood out to me. Cresselia, Cofagrigus, and Gickersby. Those are probably the only three, in my opinion, that I've seen as really viable. What did, did you see any, Dina, that you thought other than those three? No, personally, I didn't. Just because there's a lot of other things that uh, kind of... It, it lim- when you take an eight-point Pokemon, first of all, like I feel like it limits you to the rest of your like team. Um, so that's kind of why I feel like, personally, I know th- people are going to see it differently, but I... For myself, I don't think I would choose an eight-pointer, but like I said, somebody can, I don't know, pick uh, Tabu Fini and then just sweep a, a tournament for some reason, you know? But um, those Pokemon that you mentioned, I do agree that I, I think that those Pokemon are solid if you wanted to bring something from the eight-point uh, category. But again, like for me personally, I don't think I would touch that category. Yeah, and one thing that I noticed as well, and Matthew, I don't know if you did you catch on to this. I don't think fairies are worth it at all this meta because dark no. is banned, mm-hmm. and both with dark and still being banned, the only thing that resists psychic is psychic. Mm-hmm. So any of your fighters, you're going to have psychic for. So why do you really need a, fa- a, a fairy in this meta? I feel like exactly. there's also too many poisons around that the it, it's just kind of weak for the the fairies that are in this meta. You yeah, know, the eight lot. points you have Azu, <laughs> which you know a Venusaur is going to destroy. Um, Nidorina as a four point. Um, you have Ololing or sorry, uh, Canto Grimer. Beedrill. Beedrill. Uh, right, bad. So I, I mean, there's just there's mm-hmm. po- oh area dose. There's poison. All I think over uh, the yeah, muck was a very popular one that I noticed too. So I feel hey, like a lot of people down at one point. So let's leave that alone. Come on, we gotta go in order here. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at the four point tier, I can tell you from experience of having it on my team, don't bother with Politoed. Waste of time. Just completely <laughs> useless. Definitely a lot more better water Pokemon there. I'll say that. Who would you say is better there? Because I have one that that kept wrecking me that I like. Was it Samurott? No, no. In the four That's point the one tier. I like. In the four point tier. In the four point tier. All right. The four point tier. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, was it Dugon? I hate that stupid seal. 
Uh, I I didn't I was I don't know how it is, but uh, it does look like it would be very annoying it for sure. It just has so much bulk. That thing yeah. doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very interesting pick, and I think only one or two people maybe ran it. I think I'm it was two sure. ran it. Uh, oh, and as far as the practice, we did have twenty people, so this isn't a small sample size. This was a five rounder practice tournament. Yeah, for sure. Um, Matthew, anything else in this tier jumping out to you that is a you know this could be really really good to use? I just I don't know if it's jumping out. I like Mew in here for the versatility. Munchlax um is really interesting. I, I faced one in some practices. Um, the one thing that kind of stands out about the four point tier is it there's almost too many choices that it makes me want to go with the three four point mons instead of the eight because as you said earlier you have Cofagrigus, Cresselia, Diggersby and I don't feel like they add enough versatility to your squad uh, besides bulk um, but in your four points you could add your versatility like I like Hypno in there um, I like Mew um you're you're forgetting a bulky I, little squirrel if you want to add some bulk for four horns. <laughs> I was just about to say Greedent. I I I like Greedent. Um I haven't used it yet. It's in my second uh practice team though. So I think that'll be an interesting one, especially with all the psychics coming out and Greedent being able to throw all the crunches and it gets to crunches fast. I mean the bullet seeds. Four bullet add seeds. Up. Four bullet right. seeds to a crunch and Th- three or four to the first body slam and three to the second one. I mean, it gets, so I see anything that can, that can have a dark type charge move with the, um, amount of psychics that are, um, sort of like overpowered in this meta. I feel like that they're going to be able to, um, squeak out or anything with hard hitting ghost moves. Well, that's an interesting that you mentioned it. Cause we're going to come down here to the two point tier now. And what if I told you there was a psychic that packs a dark move there? Was it the Oh, is it Oranguru? Oranguru. Orange Guru, yeah. Oranguru. Orange Goku. I I will say it now. I expect that to be the number one most used Pokemon of this meta. It is so good because it's now a psychic that doesn't have to worry about the ghost that can also hit ghost and other psychics. It's that's super true. annoying it, too. <laughs> it is super annoying, and it's it, it's not the bulkiest. It's not a greedent or a licky tongue bulk, but it's fairly bulky too. It can take a couple hits pretty easily. Uh, other two pointers I, I'm looking through here. I've seen a few people trying to use Machamp. I, I do wonder if you need a counter user in this meta, but at the same time, I want something with a little more bulk if I'm going to use counter user. Maybe it sounds weird to say it, but Toxicroak, Dino, do you think that could work out? Oh, um, to be honest with you, no. Just because you just mentioned that confusion user user going to be a thing. Uh, maybe potentially if you, you don't get it lined up against it. But I don't know. I I, I actually me as a person that used a fighter uh, in yesterday's tournament, I didn't bring it once in any of the rounds. Is it just because Oranguru um, was so? popular yeah it's just a bunch of the other things that were around that just didn't do much against it either 
maybe there was like a ghost type or a bug type in there that just was very discouraging to bring it. Um, I think I may have brought it once to throw off somebody, but that was just like one out of the whole tournament. Um, but it was, yeah, besides that, that was literally the only Pokemon I've used once and every the other Pokemon I used it multiple times. Um, I would say that I don't really recommend uh, a fighter unless if you maybe Galate since it has confusion, but uh, I don't know. I feel like that's probably the only one if you want to fight back against any poison because, you know, muck is going to be a thing. Uh, I will say that Victini, I brought it specifically, actually for, believe it or not, uh, the the monkey, the Anguru, whatever it's called, however you want to call it, uh, because it gets to the the V crate with four and then three afterwards, so it, it beats it to the foul play multiple times. So it, I think it's a great counter for it, and it hits really hard against almost anything in this meta. That V crate is so flippin' annoying. It really yeah, is. Yeah, I think multiple times, like, I think in, during the stream, people were saying that they hated uh, my Victini and that it was very annoying for their team. Yeah, though it did lose to my Thrones Cup team, but that's besides the point. Uh... <laughs> we'll, see in, we'll see in the actual tournament. Uh, the other thing Matthew mentioned, sneaking in dark, I also think it's going to be important to sneak in some type of a flying just in case you do see some of those fighters or some of the grass Pokemon out there. Glyscore played really well. You get to those foul or those night slashes so quickly. And if that thing gets one boost, you're double shielding it and just riding it or die. It just cleans house after it gets a boost. Yeah, for sure. That that's I I don't know if I faced one, so that'd be interesting to go against it, my team. It's tough, I'm... and it actually would it'll beat Victini pretty bad because of how. What would you prefer for Gliscor? Would you prefer Shadow or the non-Shadow for it? I typically always prefer Shadow Gliscor over it. It's that extra mm -hmm. damage boost because it's such a glassy Pokemon. Anyways, it's the same thing as Machamp. Any type, anytime you think of a glassy Pokemon, you're going to prefer the Shadow. Let's be frankly honest. When Shadow Frostlass comes out. Oh, you talk about a cannon, a shadow ball from a shadow frost lass just instantly deletes everything in your your box. Yeah, things hits really hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one that was pretty popular last night, Lorantis. And I think that's a direct representation of Oranguru being popular. Having that bug fast move with Fury Cutter is a good way to hit the psychic since there's very little dark and ghost out there that can hit them. If you're using something like an Oranguru, but if Dino's talking about counters, he's finding his Oranguru counter in there. Point one, go ahead. Tell the people what your, your number one pick is in the point. Yeah. One. I mean, I didn't get the idea, but definitely was given to me. Uh, Samurott uh, was an amazing uh, Pokemon to, to counter it because it has Megahorn and the Fury Cutters, it's I mean it doesn't do much, but it's still very fast paced to the fast uh the charge moves. And you can easily bait a hydro cannon and they shield it, and then it's just pretty much game over from there. Would, would two, two hydros take it out anyways if they didn't shield it? Probably would. I probably would actually. Uh but that's why I like it. It's it's very it has so much uh play and against anything, and we've mentioned uh some you mentioned Gliscor. Gliscor against Samurott. Hydro Cannon against it. Uh, even against like uh, Galvantula, it would a Hydro Cannon would do a lot to it. 
So it, it literally has play against a lot of the Pokemon in the meta. And to be honest with you, maybe with like more people practicing, they'll see that and they will start bringing more grass. Because if I recall correctly, I, I think I didn't really face that many people that had grass Pokemon, maybe with Cresselia that has grass not. But besides that, looking at it, maybe I saw some electric Pokemon. But for the most part, I think there was only like one or two people running grass Pokemon the whole time. Yeah, one I thought was interesting that I didn't bring, but I am considering it. Polyrath with Dynamic Punch Scald. It gets to those so quickly. And with that chance of to debuff with Scald or just nuking something with Dynamic Punch, it could have some play. That's probably like one fighter that maybe I would say I would consider, even though it does not have counter, but it does get to the dynamic punch fairly quick. Um, And it can hit hard against almost anything as well. And it's definitely not, uh, it's kind of bulky, right? So it's it's surprisingly bulky. I I was running it during Kanto Cup and like it could, it could get to, I think two skulls before it got confusion down from a hypno. Like exactly. It never would have thought of that. And doesn't it kind of counter Samurott? Because it resists, I think, all the time. It moves. resists everything Samurott can throw at it. So there you go. I mean there's something and like that. Scald and dynamic punch are equal energy. So you you're you're caught at a which where which are they going to throw situation. Yeah, so it's it seems like a good pick that I guess no one noticed. Um and that that was very interesting to me to see that no one picked it after looking at these uh, Pokemon at, again. And the only other one Daniel mentioned earlier, Muck was really popular, getting that once again that dark damage in there, and then also getting electric damage in there with it. And the only thing yeah, that's exactly. really hitting it hard is confusions. Most of the other popular picks aren't ground, like Stunfist was in the meta, but no one was using it. So. Overall, I think it's good. Matthew, any final thoughts on the Forge Cup? And... Oh, we got him. We got we him. Got He's him. muted and just talking all. No! <laughs> I got got. <laughs> so used to being in the producer role here. So, uh, overall thoughts. I actually, I'm like you, Wildcat. I don't like the point-based system. Um, I do think that this limited meta is actually really interesting because it brings psychics up to the playing field which i don't feel like they've been that prominent before in previous meta so it's just something new um and i was i'm always a fan of you know just building something and, and trying it out um so I, i'm gonna give this this cup a shot i think i got a couple more teams i need to mess around with um before i feel comfortable with it but hearing you know some of the picks that you guys had um, I could definitely, you know, see utilizing on some people's teams. I think that they're they're good choices. Uh, one thing in the one point that that I personally liked that was that I was running was Hisuian Electrode, just because it threatens with the the um, wild charge and it gets to it really fast. But why is it so angry? I don't know. Sylph needs, needs to, to fix that sprite. Out. I know. <laughs> It's so big. That's one of my favorite reasons for running it, though, right now, is because it just, it, everyone knows you're bringing it. Yeah, so we will be starting our Forge Cup on June 10th in the Discord. So get those teams ready. We may run another practice tournament beforehand. I don't know for certain. 
because we do have other wonderful things that has to happen between now and then. Uh, speaking of things happening between now and then, uh, Friday, 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 May 27th, we will be running our exclusive Discord tournament for the Thrones Cup. Quick reminder, it is Dragonfire, Flying Ice, Bands of Water Fairy, Shadow, Megas, and Alolan Forms, as well as Aerodactyl, Altaria, Altaria, I don't know what happened there, Charizard, Dragalge, Dragonair, Gudra, Hakamo'o, Mad Cargo, Paloswine, and Zuelius. So get those teams ready. I know I've seen a lot of people doing a lot of practice for this weekend and heading into this week. So hopefully we'll have a pretty good turnout there. And of course, there is prizes. Listen to the previous episodes. Other news in Sylph. This is kind of Sylph, kind of GBL, kind of intermingle of everything. First things first, Columbus Nationals, U.S. Nationals registration went live this week. Dino, will we be seeing you in Columbus? We'll be seeing everyone in here. Everyone? Who who all's coming to Columbus, Dino? So we got Asha to go, Uh, myself, and Wildcat. I have to say a huge thank you to my amazing supportive wife here because she's like, <laughs> it's our anniversary weekend. She's like, look, if you got a spot, you got to go and got on, helped wow. me find hotels. And she's nice. going to take the daughter to Kosai while I'm competing. And it's somehow I'm competing the second day as well. She's, I think they're going to go to the zoo or something. So awesome. Oh, Very okay. thankful. I owe her many, many thanks. Um, yeah. We also got to try to get Matthew to go too. Yeah, and I, I've, I've heard some other other folks that'll be there. Um, GoCast Chris is actually going to compete in a regional. Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, Ooh, wait, what? Yeah. He actually got a spot, which he is got great. got a spot. DeFi got a spot. Okay, let's talk about a little bit of controversy. So when the regional charts were put up, what did it say you had to have happened to qualify to go to regionals? You had to hit legends <laughs> in the you previous to, seasons. You have to be legend. Did Astro hit legend? No, he did not. Did Chris hit legend? No, he did not. So what happened there? Do you guys know what happened, or do you need me to explain to you what happened? All I know is that they scrapped the idea because they couldn't get it to fix with the connecting. What was it? The, they were you, they, they had to, they wanted you to connect your um, Pokemon trainer i or your Pokemon trainer club or TCP 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 connected account to your account they promised us that availability would be out before registration started as we've noticed that still isn't out so there was no way for them to do verification of legend status so they scrapped that retirement requirement entirely unfortunately what that did mean is those columbus national spots filled up in less than 15 minutes in all three waves Actually, at times it was less than five minutes. Yeah, uh, I know. Oh, crazy. Specifically, I believe Spark didn't get it to register. He had to work that day and and tried later that evening and like, oh crap. So I I I sincerely feel for all all of you legends out there that weren't able to get tickets. There is technically yeah. still Milwaukee. Milwaukee does have openings, uh, and you still can win cash and you still can win a trip to London. So. If you have the means to get to Milwaukee as opposed to getting to Columbus, give it a shot. Give it a check out. But this past weekend, there was two additional regionals. 
there was the Lily region, regional. However, we could not find information on the winner. We searched the interwebs. We searched the twits. We searched the twitters. Sorry. <laughs> the twits. <laughs> the twits. Twitters. <laughs> oh, that's going to be left in too. I know it is. Uh... We searched the twitters. We searched everything. Could not find out who won. So if you know who won, please hit us up on Twitter or in the Discord. Email us our website btwpvp.com let us know because everyone that wins deserves a shout out so let us know but that brings up a good question matthew do you think niantic Mm -hmm. should actually be doing something to put on their social media and acknowledge the winners of each of these regions oh absolutely i i think the fact that pokemon plays is the only company even like posting tweets on it from what i can see uh niantic or the pokemon go company hasn't hasn't posted anything it'd be nice to be able to showcase all all these winners and even like runners up and you know i think any promotion for them is going to be good promotion so these regionals are happening people are spending money they're making trips out they're practicing with their local communities and you have communities like us that are watching the live streams on twitch rooting them on so why not advertise it? Why not, you know, brag about it and showcase it? It it really does seem like a missed opportunity to me. It it just feels kind of it feels bad, man, is the way to say it. Um it's a big accomplishment. And to make it worse, like if you mm-hmm. go search literally VGC regional, not only can you see who won, you see what prize money they won and the team they used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, not just who I won. I was shocked all all top i think 15 or 20 all showed up mm-hmm. and showed what team they used you know that way you could it also is nice because then you can start to plan for if i'm going to a vgc regional what is the meta looking like right let's yeah and it was hard writing the the notes this week trying to find information on lily because when you don't have that information it makes you ask like well did something go wrong in the event did it even happen because you can see for the vgc and tcg those results in but there's there's nothing for for the pokemon go section of it yeah and they even had it wasn't like they didn't have a website they had an actual like official event Mm -hmm. website and everything so it it really sucked but we also had our first australian regional our first ever like official australia event Mm -hmm. keep it up nine let's do more of that in perth and we know some weird dude that's comes on our show sometimes and does weird things fish on a heater actually was a competitor in the perth regional dude didn't let us down he didn't win it he got fifth however and that is a huge accomplishment so congratulations fish we are very happy for you and i you did us proud don't ever think otherwise <laughs> yeah because i know he, he was really good. down on it initially this weekend he's like oh yeah i didn't do great and i'm like Dude, fifth is nothing to mm-hmm. to sneeze at. I would be happy to even get close to that. <laughs> there was um some interesting stuff. So he was tweeting like during the the event, and um he was saying you know some funny stuff about uh you know how he was told that Perth was such you know like a pretty city, and you know while he's there it's like raining the whole time. So he had this like really funny like just Twitter post on that. Um, the second update that he that he gave us that that was kind of interesting was talking like behind the scenes of the event, um, 
and he was just kind of laughing because obviously like we know that it's a big technical like event especially when you're playing on phones but uh from my understanding the start of the pokemon go perth event was delayed because they couldn't get the the game cell phones like synced up and working to the point where they were about to ask competitors to use their own personal phones which had gone from my understanding against the pokemon plays original rule set so it, so i just thought it, stuff like that was funny says most sites will offer however mm-hmm. in the event that is a company phone is not available personal devices may be used so they gave themselves an out there if they had to but yeah right uh, we do know who won this event because you know our wonderful mm-hmm. friend fish let us know rob drogo is that, is that how we're gonna go rob drogo yep Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know his team though, because you know, once again, this isn't being published out for people to turn to, to put out there. This, so. so I did see the top five, and I was trying to find them for the notes. Um, his team and Rob Drogo, if you're listening to this, or if you compete competed, uh, and I'm wrong, um, I'm pretty sure he had Metacham, Sableye, Trevenant. And then I believe it was Galarian Stunfisk over Registeel. Um, Araquanid did not uh, show up in the final two battles, but Araquanid was on the fourth and fifth places uh, team. So I thought the the Spooter is getting some love and, you know, being on teams of the top five places, it's, it's showing how, uh, how we were talking about last week, if it's going to become, you know, the it's, it's main meta spot. I do wonder who you remove from the meta to put it into the meta though. Cause that, that, that's something you have to do. If you're putting, if you're putting something new in, something has to get taken out on your team of six. So I'm going to be really interested uh, to watch this weekend because we have the Vancouver regional coming up this weekend. And once again, friend of the show, Lyle Jeffs, the third or three, however he wants to say it, will be competing <laughs> and we'll be able to watch it again. Hopefully, Thank he may God. make the stage, but we have our shoutcasters on Twitch, Speediest Chief, Wholesome, Alpha Phoebe, and Mark Sun IRL. So, congratulations, shoutcasters. We're really excited to listen to you. But in addition to the Vancouver Regional, there will also be a regional in Bremen, Bremen, Germany. Unfortunately, there is no announcement as far as shoutcasting goes for it. Uh, I do think with some of the um, foreign speaking languages, they have more trouble getting shoutcasters because there's not as many available and people want to be able to compete. Um, I know we were talking to Speedius last weekend when we were streaming with him and he's talking about possibly competing in Milwaukee. So I would expect to not see him shoutcasting Milwaukee, of course. Uh-huh. Um, I also know if you're going to Vancouver, King will be there as a judge, I do believe. So your chance to talk to king and see him in action not playing but rather making sure that we don't have 15 rematches when we shouldn't <laughs> uh, yeah, so. so any anything else self-related guys uh no i mean just wish anybody who's competing this weekend good luck you know Especially and I would Lyle. say if you're Pokemon plays, uh, get ready to hit Lyle's uh, mute button if he's competing on the main stage, just in case he starts molding after a loss. Just blur his face out entirely because you're not going to be right. able to show his lips either. It's just going to be the way. 
<laughs> we love you, Lyles. You know that. <laughs> uh, the mod badge definitely is getting escalated if he if he doesn't win. Uh, oh, also, no, I think Kevin Salandris will be there as well this week, uh, that weekend. So also yeah, friend of the show few... and things. So mm-hmm. good luck to Kevin as well. So with that, I guess let's kick it over to the in-game news. First things first, have you guys done a lot of Tapu Finnies? Well, before, not so much now. Yeah, it, it's died. But <laughs> it's if you want to do some more, uh, May 25th, the day this show comes out, will be Tapu Finney Raid Hour. I don't expect it to be very popular. Actually, no, May 25th is not Tapu Finney Raid Hour. Matthew, get your notes right. It's Tapu Fini. It? No, it's, it's it's in raids and raid hours. So it's in raids until the 25th. It's the raid also hour the raid hour is not just is Tapu Fini. It's all the Tapus. All four. So Matthew, get your notes right. Notes. Come on. It's it is in the notes. I'm all Tapu Finis. He can't even type it correctly. <laughs> all Tapu Fini. <laughs> tapu Fini, all of them. All of the Tapu Finis will be in raid. There you go. <laughs> tapu all of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I may do a couple Tapu Bulus if they come across the wire. Uh, I will say I am not as willing to do remote raids anymore, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, before we get to that, let's talk about the Spotlight Hour. Um, as I continue to forget to ever even launch my game, like didn't even do the Toe Times Dust last week. Whoopsie. Or no, that's this week. Yeah. No, so, yeah, this tomorrow. Is tomorrow? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll forget. It's sure. all good. <laughs> um, but next week we have Picky Peck, two times catch XP. But I, I'm not playing that. Let's be honest. Dina, would you play yeah. Picky Peck? No, I wouldn't. Even though I know that we say that we have to try to get you know good IVs for everything, but I've already got a rank very... five. I think I'm good enough. Yeah, if you got something like that, you're definitely not gonna play it, uh, unless if you're trying to go for the the XP. But I, I really could care less about XP, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we also had the water event going last week. Solid event. I had no complaints with it. What do you guys think of the water event? Really, good. I loved it. Yeah, it's really. one of my favorite events of the year. Yeah, it was a lot of good IV Pokemon that I got, but not like. It was a Surskit, I think, the one that Mm -hmm. was everywhere. You mean Uh, it was the Surskit event? Yeah, basically. (laughs) And then I think I caught, like, three really good IVs for that, and I'm like, when am I going to use this? But I still saved it. The answer is never. Still save it. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. You never know. Uh, I will say I quite enjoyed seeing um, Binacle in the wild. That was nice. I got a few. I got a better one of those. I, my one I had built was a 15 attack one because it was all I had and I needed it for a cup. So I built it. Look, y'all, I'm not as stingy as you guys make me out to be. If I need something, I build it. Um, but let's get, let's be honest here. I haven't built a better one I caught yet because I don't need it. Um, we also, with the wonderful event of um, 
community day this weekend, we had a new feature launch in the game. Gifting event tickets. I will say huge shout out to Reyes. Thank you for the gifted ticket. Means a lot, man. Yeah, I, I finished yeah. out that research in like 20 minutes and got a 98% from it. So thank you. Because I was planning yeah. on not purchasing that one and I got a pop. Yeah, very awesome of him for sure. So if you don't know, I think you have to be at least great friends. I believe it was. Uh, additionally, if the person already has purchased a ticket or been gifted a ticket, you'll get a pop-up telling you they're not eligible for a ticket. So you don't have to worry about sending a ticket to someone and not them not actually getting it. Uh, oh, okay, do you good. guys think they'll get this up in time for GoFest? Because Go, I noticed right now you can't gift GoFest tickets. Um, I'm not sure. I don't I don't know. I don't think so, but it could be possible. They really should. I think it would make sense for them to because it only can add more revenue yeah for them if it's for also <laughs> i just i really like this quality of life update because i know uh when i opened up uh my game shout out to you wildcat dad thank you again so much for the the community day ticket but just having that pop up, like I don't know why. It, it just felt like for good. me, I just got, it felt <laughs> really good. Oh man, this feels nice. He thought of me. And yeah, then, no, yeah. Just, the same thing. just the same thing. Thank you for all you do for the show, dude. You really do help us out Appreciate a lot. It. Yeah, ninety nine cents is the least we could do for you. <laughs> but it, it, you know, the weird thing though is like it made me play the event more because I was like. I can't, I have to now. Sorry, like I gotta go out longer, you know, and make it worthwhile. That's that's and interesting. It, that and you it say was that. really nice. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because if that's like kind of like their thinking or a way of getting more people to go out, it actually helps them. Like not just you purchasing for somebody else, but also getting other people to play more. So it kind of helps them in many ways. Right. And so. and for things like GoFest, one thing that, that I really like doing, and, and this just streamlines the whole process, is I have some friends that I play with that, that they don't have the monetary resources to be able to buy, you know, a whole bunch of, of items and, and, and get the tickets, you know, like 15 bucks for, for somebody that, that, you know, is trying to make a living in this world, you know, it it's not something that they prioritize spending into a game. But for me that, that, you know, is in like involved in this game, um, in many facets of my life, I want to be able to, to gift them, you know, playing. So it skips me having to buy like, well, what kind of phone do you have? Are you using Google play? Are you using, you know, Apple, you know, iTunes. So instead of buying them a gift card, I could just buy it in the game and it just streamlines the whole thing. So please Niantic, if you're listening Add GoFest. Yeah, and I would actually look at this as well. For those trainers that are in some of the countries that have huge iTunes fees associated with purchases, mm -hmm. somebody can gift them a ticket that doesn't come with all those additional fees to them. So even then, right. that, that's a huge win for those organizations and those countries that have those, or not those countries, but those players that have those huge fees associated to them. They can get gifted a ticket now and not pay, I think in... I think it was in Chile. A GoFest ticket is literally, I think, a third of a day's wage. Yeah, like that's crazy, so, and it sucks. It, right. I, I, it's not Niantic's fault. That is what Apple does. That's just the way Apple does to them in that country. So to be able to have them still get a ticket gifted to them is cool. But speaking of things that's Niantic's fault, 
Mm. Let's settle in here for a little discussion, boys. So we know over the last, say, six months or so, we've been getting pushed outside a little bit. Would you would you agree that, you know, gently kicked out the door is a nice way of putting it? Sure. I would say <laughs> that the they're they're saying one thing on one hand and then doing and continuing to do the same thing that they said they wouldn't do on the other. Yeah. Um look, if if you grew up in the nineties, they're your parents telling you to get out the door and shut it behind you and don't come back till the sun the lights come on. That's what's happening Basically. here. And they've Basically. added yet another thing to that. So now if you do an in person raid, you get a chance of XL rare candy as well as mega energy from in-person raids. I got my first XL rare candy today doing a three-star for alligator. I think that's what I did. I don't even remember what the Pokemon was. I literally did it for the, ch I was sitting at a restaurant. I had a free pass. I'm like, I can knock out a three-star raid by myself. Didn't realize I needed a mega to knock out a fair alligator by myself. That thing's it's thick. It's deceptively thick. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that too. <laughs> so I went back out and mega my Ampharos yet again and then took it down so good there um but with this comes some other changes number one they did not nerf remote rating directly nerfing it so if you remember when they initially announced remote rating they said that in time remoting rating remotely will do less damage they chose not to put that in place they're, and now instead of taking something away from us, they're incentivizing us to go raid. This is good news, right? Everybody agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what's not good news here, they have chose that the weekly one coin bundle will no longer have a remote raid pass. I have issue here. Number one. How many times has Dynex said, we want to be better about communicating? Uh, multiple times, at least. And did they also recently say that they're going to do better and not give us, you know, try to give us ample notice of any major change? Hmm. Yeah. Would you classify That's... four days as ample notice to the bundle changing? <laughs> uh, personally, no. That's not enough. I feel like the minimum would be like, what, a week at least? The minimum, in my opinion, is next month's bundle. Because here's okay, the thing. That's... If you read this month's monthly announcement, it says a weekly one coin bundle with a remote raid pass. Guess what hmm. Monday's bundle didn't, or today's bundle didn't have? I shouldn't even check. <laughs> I, I don't mind that they're removing it. I think it should have been something that started went into effect for the first Monday bundle of June. Based on the previous announcements, this was a major communication issue. And you guys know, I have an issue when they communicate poorly. And this is another poor communication. With that being said, we did get our bun Monday bundle. Matthew, what was in the bundle this week? I was very happy to wake up and find three super incubators 
because I've been on the single incubator grind for <laughs> a couple weeks now, and it's it's taken its toll. Dude, let's be honest. Three super incubators is a better value for one coin than a single remote raid pass, 15 Pokeballs, and 15 Nab Nab Berries that you're going to toss out. And, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I, I mean, I'm sure you guys noticed this, but incubators also encourage you to go walking. So... I did catch that. Yeah. I... I do. I don't like the way they went about it. I hard disagree, Niantic. You screwed up again. You owe us better communication. Mm-hmm. You should have held off and done this at the start of the new season. But yeah. also, Niantic, great job with replacing it with actually something of value. Because if you would have thrown fifty pokeballs in there and twenty raspberries and a charge TM, you would have had rage. Please realize these one coin bundles, if you're going to keep them, need to have value, and that's value. Yeah, the thing is, like, I feel like people are not really like riling or they're saying stuff on Twitter about it just because, like you guys mentioned, that this is a great value. But that's not the issue. You know, the issue is not what they have on there now. The issue is that they're not communicating, and that's again, the, like some they're people, not communicating the, again. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's not like a, a one-time thing. They've done it at you know at least three times. I know Wildcat probably has a better count on this than I do, but that's the, the issue. Yeah, like I said, like I don't, <laughs> I don't uh, disagree that this is a great value and I like it. Uh, I don't mind if they switch it with stuff like this. But the the you know bigger issues that they need to commu- communicate because imagine if they did give us like something like just berries for the one one coin then it would just be a shit show but they tried to like neutralize it by putting three incubators and not communicating they're like okay they may not say anything because this is a great value so later on maybe they might make it worse and then people are gonna forget oh i won't i i will be watching this closely (laughs) and we will call them out look i i tell i say this all the time if nine does something good we'll give them credit if they screw up we're going to call them out and that's how it should be not actually yep. nerfing remote raids. Thank you, Niantic, for that. Screwing the bundle like this without notice? That's some bullshit. Also, what's some bullshit? Did you guys... Have you guys bought the three remote raid pass bundle before? Yeah. How uh, much did that cost <laughs> before? Sure. It's 250 coins. And how much does it cost now? 300. Okay. Let's let's put it out here first off. Once again, fifty cents. It's not that much of an increase. It's not. So I'm not I'm not intrinsically upset with the price increase. That price increase was not mentioned anywhere in this announcement. It just the announcement went out and people launched their store and said, What the crap is this? It also doesn't make sense from a logistical standpoint because why not just have the remote raid pass and then the premium battle pass both for a hundred because you can't buy a bundle of premium battle passes, but they still have the oh, bundle but, but of wait. Do you remember in the original remote rating announcement, they said remote passes will be at a discount until further notice a discount of, 100 pokey coins so you know what's coming the single remote pass gonna... is going to go up eventually 
well, for the remote for raids? the remote raids that was in the original announcement. So we, I can't even give them crap on that. What they, what, what they've okay, done today fair. is they have made remote passes and in person passes cost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Once again, I bull crap on the communication here. Don't just raise prices and don't tell people. That's like when they did the berry box for the AB testing and didn't tell anyone that they were what they were doing and everyone got different prices. We're not dumb. We're going to talk. There's this thing called Twitter that everyone wants to like yell on very yeah, angrily. Social media. It's a huge thing. Yeah, just just a small <laughs> little social media site. They're they're very niche, really. Uh, so don't do stuff like that. Just be upfront about the communication. Speaking of communication, though. The announcement also come with some good communication news around it. Niantic is launching their own version of a social app. We are getting, not in-game chat, but we are getting Niantic-branded chat that will link to your Pokemon Go friends list. This is game-changing. Dina, what do you think? It is... It is. I think it is. It's just I'm a little afraid how it will work. I don't know if, you know, it will, like, kind of take over. You know, people are not going to use Discord because, you know, you can't do that because you don't have bots on there, for example. Um, But it's definitely nice because that way you can uh, communicate with, like, your opponent for, like, a tournament um, or something in regards to that, you know? Yeah, and I think you're actually going to see something else come of this. So one of the things they talked about was a feature of the app was allowing local communities to put themselves in that map. Well, something we talked about last week, do you remember this weird grassroots program called Sylph? Partnered with Niantic. Sounds very, did, yeah. Did something on Sylph's site, something about find my local community and there's a map of communities. Do you think this social app is going to be part of the first integration we're seeing between Niantic and Sylph? They're going to use the Sylph community data to put into their social app. I think that, yeah, that would make sense. That, that actually, yeah, that would make sense. I didn't even think about it like that. Additionally, but. you are um, able to have events created. So community leaders can create events inside for their communities as well in the app. Um, it is currently in beta form being tested by Ingress agents. So not available to us Pokemon Go players yet. However, some Pokemon Go community members have seen it now. Our own Reyes and Artemis Dragon, as part of their raid discussion they had back in, I think it was like January with Niantic. This was one of the things they showed them then. Oh, wow. And they just told us now, huh? And they they kept it quiet. They're, good job, you That's two. great. But if you remember, wow. they, they kept saying, ooh, I expect news this week. I expect news this week. You could tell they were biting at the bit for this to drop. Wow, that's um, insane. Matthew, do you, I, I want to know your opinion, Matthew. Do you think, as Daniel said, this will hurt Discord communities, or do you think this is just something ex, you know, outside of that that will kind of stand on its own? I, I'm i going to take a step back, and I'll answer your question directly before I give my thoughts on the, the app itself. But I don't think the app is going to hurt Discord. I think it's going to help Niantic for whatever um, 
like GBL battle structure or tournament that they want to do because by acquiring the Sylph Road, my understanding is they also acquire Sylph.gg. That's incorrect. They are partnering. They didn't acquire. First off, this is not an acquisition. No, that's why I mean. They are partnering yeah. on the community side. They are not okay. partnered on the Sylph. Now they still, they're still transferring the no ads to Sylph GG and things of that nature. They're still mm-hmm. paying Sylph's bills for all intents and purposes. But from my understanding, that deal did not cover Sylph GG as far as a battle system. Right. Okay, so so with that though, the what Dino had mentioned earlier for communicating like your your opponent, I think it does open up the door for uh Niantic to offer like an in-game like tournament or in-game structure. Um I do however I don't like the idea of it having a social app. Um I know that the other games have chat features in them from niantic i respect that the pokemon company does not like those in their games and this is kind of like niantic's way to to work around um the system but just inherently from a standpoint if they're wanting to increase access with the community i don't think an in-game chat system is going to have the positive effect that they think i just knowing social media in general, it is only a matter of time before it becomes a toxic cesspool like the other apps out there. You are 100% correct, sir. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, and I do, my understanding is what I believe they're planning on is the other chat features that's in their current games will be migrated to this as well. So this will mm-hmm. be the single. Are you familiar with? with those chat features they're of the other games not enough to really dive into them but i know that they're somewhat free form chat but it's only between like your team it's weird it's it's not like a full-fledged chat system like this will be Mm -hmm. um and look this i we called this out last week we got a few questions about this i think it was about two two weeks ago about do we think they'll ever get an in-game chat and i answered no and I still stand by my answer is correct because it's not in game. Right. It will integrate to the game, but they will be TCPI as a company will not allow in game chat features to the point they had to ban an entire Pokemon from BGC because of a chat feature. The Pokemon (laughs) Chadock had a move called chatter where you recorded your voice for it. And shocker, the voice messages getting recorded was very obscene. They had to ban that Pokemon so, from VGC for it. I think the 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 way that they integrate this and how strict they are protecting underage players or just anybody in general from toxicity um, in the community, I think how they approach that is something that I'm still waiting to hear information on. Because that is going to make or break this app, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Dino, anything else to add there? Uh, No, I mean, you guys cover everything on it. And I'm just kind of like waiting to see how, how this plays out when it does come out. I'm excited for it. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll get those ray trains going again. I doubt it, but maybe it will. Look, between getting XL Rare Candy in person and... I'm ready to get back out on a ray train. Let's go. 
I'm ready too. I mean, if if it is the desired effect, which is having the community get back together, there's some people that that are taking over like my neighborhood gym that I would love to meet and just know like who they are and be able to make those connections. Oh, what's, um, what's worse, but, I have someone that takes my neighborhood gym all the time. I'm best friends with them. I have no clue who they are. Like I'm best exactly. friends in game it, with them, and I have no clue who they are. Right. They live, in and my it would be nice. It would be nice to just be able to to make those connections because it's like we're obviously playing like auxiliary like by each other in proxy. So it's just like being able to say, hey, you know, like let's meet up, let's do this raid boss. You know, if I, be, yeah. I think that could be a positive impact just a with this. Crazy thought, just because you mentioned that whole thing, like oh, let's you know, let's go raid something. You know, how uh, now you know we can click on people's uh, player. Uh, when they're in the raids, right? So you can see their Pokemon. Now, would it be a thing where you can click on them and check, like, to whisper, you know? It's only like somebody... people on your friends list. So you can't, you don't think they'll, they'll implement that or they said they wouldn't do it? As of now, it specifically said on your friends list. Now, they also did say that there's going to be community chat features. So I don't know what that would look like. That's where I don't... the toxicity can become a huge problem. Yeah, because I know games where there's, like, a whole, you know, server chat kind of thing where... It just seems very toxic, and I hope it's not that. It's a common gotcha game mechanic where if you have a, a factions or you know or arena groups or whatever, you'll have a specific group chat for that. Uh, and yeah, ninety percent of the times those become very toxic because oh, you didn't play this game today, and you must be playing now, or we're going to kick you out. Like that's not what we need in Pokemon Go. There's enough toxicity if you look at Twitter. We don't need more showing up directly yep. in our apps. <laughs> exactly. Um, the other thing, news-wise, that came out this week, if you are an Amazon Prime member, good news. Pokemon Go and Amazon is doing a collaboration. Every two weeks, you are eligible to get a bundle of bonus items for free. Uh, the first one was Pokeballs, Max Revives, and Incubators, I believe, if I remember correctly. Or a Star I Piece. I think it was a Star Piece. A star Piece, thank you. It was a Star Piece, yeah. Uh, but there'll be different items in there. Um, if you don't know how to link your Amazon, or you don't know how to get to Amazon Gaming and you are an Amazon Prime member, just do a quick search Amazon Gaming. It's also how you link your Twitch and your Amazon together. And so you can give out a free Twitch sub to some deserving channel. Twitch.tv slash BTWPVP. Uh, Definitely not that. <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> however, look, even if you're not going to give it to us, give it to someone. That's free money that you're putting into a creator's pocket. Use your Twitch primes. Um, and another wonderful announcement came out today. Speaking of proactive communication, kudos. Good job, Niantic. We have our community day dates. Uh, Saturday... August 13th, Sunday, July 17th, and Dino wins the other community day for June. It's it's the favorite day for a while, okay? He he loves it that it landed on Saturday, uh, June 25th, uh, which is specifically when the Ohio regionals are. So nationals. That's, that's national. Oh, national. So, so there, there's there a couple go. things here. Do I like it? Hell no. However... If you look back at the European Championships, what was on European Championships Day? Uh, community Day. Stuffle. Yeah. 
So there's precedence for it. We also learned I went by going through uh, a Silk Road link. Apparently, one of the South American regionals, Chile, Chile, thank you, is on GoFest. Yeah, they just that's what? a lot worse. Um, Dino, you you were a little argumentative, discussionary, as it you was, like to say, it was a discussion guys, uh, discussionary <laughs> on what they should do to fix it. Tell me, tell me what they needed to do to fix this community day. So first of all, I'm going to begin this by saying that I don't care that I landed on this, uh, just to be clear with uh, Wildcats specifically, uh, that I don't mind it at all that it's on this day just because, I mean, I'd rather, to be honest with you, that I hope it's not like a crazy community day, but if it is, I could just trade somebody. So uh, if I miss it, I get to play in a tournament. Like, I'm happy with that. So it is what it is. Uh, but... This was just my thought because this was something that me and uh, Wildcat were talking about. And that was just because uh, he was saying that a lot of people are going to miss it because we're going to be in the tournament. And I was just saying, like, potentially they could have just done it Sunday. Um, and then he went and told me that there's still going to be the tournament going on, correct, on, on Sunday. VGC and TCG will go into Sunday. Because we thought originally, or at least Wildcat thought, that it was going to be friday to sunday and then we figure out that it's just friday and saturday for pokemon go players and then uh you said vcg or tcg both. that's both will go all both? three days as of what the website's okay. reading yeah so uh my thinking is that if they would have done it on sunday maybe some of the pogo players you know they're going to be done on saturday they're going to be able to play on sunday and this is just to kind of help a little bit it's not like a whole fix but Either way, it's a it's a loose loose. Either way, like you you can't really fix this. But but what Dino isn't telling you, he's like, well, I'm I, I could get home by I'll be home before you know an eleven or a two o'clock start time. I'm like, so really, what you're saying is that fix is self serving you. Well, if you recall correctly, the three hour window that they switched to, you got annoyed because you couldn't play it because well, you know. couldn't play. It. I know, and so I admit it's, that. But like to me, like I don't care. Like I said, if I do miss it, if I can't, if I'm flying the whole day on Sunday, I'll just trade somebody. Like it just really see how you want to see it. And like I said, I don't care when they put this. I decided to fly for this, and if I get, if I don't get to catch it, it is what it is. Look, I know there's going to be some competitors at regionals that's upset about this, but let or nationals. Sorry, let's be honest here. There's maybe five, six hundred competitors for nationals. Versus the versus <laughs> millions of Pokemon Go players. Yeah, they really don't. Additionally, care. every single weekend in June has a regional or a national on it. So they have to pick. They have one pick of the some. weekends to screw somebody. Yeah. So so it's unfortunate. It sucks, but Ma what Matthew, is, what's I'm your opinion? Curious. I can see I can I'm, see I'm Matthew's like, yeah. thinking over here. No, the so the entire time I've just been percolating. Like I don't. It's Pokemon plays that chooses the date. It's not Niantic. So it's not like Niantic necessarily like I don't know, knows or is really like in the loop. Well, whether it's or a not, website like, that's been available is... for months. Yeah, so they knew that when like the all the regionals or, you know, uh national championships are gonna be. They just had to pick which ones, I guess which is weird because for the Milwaukee one, it's less people than the Ohio one. So I'm a little and the same thing happened for the first European regional, Liverpool versus the EUIC. It's weird they put the the community days both on 
nationals. The national, yeah. That I mean, I mean that this would be, be a great time. This would be a great time for them to introduce, you know, staggered community days where you like, have different it, hour slots. I, I'm going to be very curious to hear the community day announcement. So, one question we have to speculate on, and it will be in recording, and you will be held accountable for your answer. What is the community day Pokemon, Matthew? <laughs> I, I need I need like a few more minutes here because I was. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, like I, I have no idea what it is. All I know is that it could be a starter because we haven't had one in a while. I know that I think Wildcat has some idea of it, or maybe Ray has told him. No. I have no idea. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's your secret source? Yeah, Wildcat? like bro. Chespin. <laughs> yeah, Chespin. So, Chespin's our next starter what in move? line. It's summer. If you right. remember last summer in June, actually. We got Snivy. Mm-hmm. It timeline lines up, or no? I think we got Tepig. We had Snivy a few months before that, but something of that nature. We got, we got a starter in June. What is July? Okay, Matthew. Sorry, go ahead. You, you agree with Chespin first off? <laughs> I I think if it's a starter, I think you're on you're on the right track. I'm just I don't starters are too boring. For me, I'm, I like thinking like speculative. So, so of, speaking of, of not boring, what do you think July is going to be? I'm, I'm tinfoil hat. I'm saying this now, putting it in stone. Are you saying Axew? No, a- no, no. <laughs> but it's almost as exciting. People want. Uh, it's a dragon. It's shiny Garchomp? currently. No, no. Gar- wait, yeah. Oh, currently Garchomp, maybe. It has a PvP relevant Pokemon. In Great League. Uh, I'm bl- oh, is Como? No. Okay. Dino! No <laughs> oh, you did say that. Dino oh will be July, and then August will probably be the next the next starter. Putting my money so on it you, now. Why do you... What makes you lead that way? Just because... what they do last summer? Starter, Gibble, Starter. So you're kind of going with this. You think they're going to go with when, the same? When does Dynic put most of the hype things in their game? There's two times of year they really try to hype up. Yeah, things. summer, 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 and yeah. for some reason okay. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that no makes sense why. because every GoFest they always have like the like a crazy. So like last time it was Dino. Uh, and the year before Go-Fest. it was Gibble. Gibble. Last year we got Gibble Community and Day. Then now it was Axew. So Dino Community Day confirmed. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. How are they gonna? What move do you think then that they would give High Dragon? Because I don't feel like they're gonna obviously give Zwilus some love. I don't know what you could give High Dragon to make it good, honestly. Right. <laughs> it's just it's what, doomed. But it it it's a good it shiny. Would only be, it would only, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, I mean, the only thing it would be good for it would be massively great. Like if if it were to be good with the whatever move they they give it so right, let's look let's look through some of the moves here um does does it already have dragon breath uh yes it is okay mm-hmm. um crunch so it needs some dragon breath dark pulse and dragon pulse are the preferred moves okay they could give it crunch outrage that's probably what it would get would be outrage out they like outrage as a community they move it does have it can learn body slam. I'm. I would call outrage right now. 
Mm-hmm. They, they like dragons getting outrage. That is true, but I mean, I'm just hoping something for like a bait move kind of thing. That's yeah. my hopes. But if it, they it, want them stat wise, it just doesn't do it. Unfortunately, yeah, it has a high tax stat, but still, like it, it's it doesn't. Too I think there's other better. And being four times weak to fairy in Master League is a hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So you heard it here first, and this is why we'll never be able to be in the Nine Partner Program. Is they're 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 going to accuse us <laughs> of leaking things when I'm just really good at seeing the patterns. I see numbers. I see things everywhere. No. I wouldn't. It sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we have. We're not done with the news, boys. Lord, there was a lot. There shockingly a lot of news uh we also now know what the end of season research will be an event will be if you completed all of your end season researches uh matthew are you done with all the island researches i am dino island research is done yep congratulations you don't have to pay for research but if you do you get double rewards if you pay, you get double rewards. If you pay, you get to do the same research twice for extra rewards. Oh and this God. may be one you might want to because there's you can't get all the rewards in doing it one time. You've got to make some choices. So let's jump into the Alola to Alola event. Goodbye to Alola. Uh, this will run from Wednesday, May 25th, the day this show comes out, all the way to the end of the season. May 31st. All four special research stories, like we said, must be complete by June 1st to get the last one for free, or you can pay $5 for it. But what does this special research that you're getting get? Um, It is going to be a splitting research story. So you choose your island, and based on your island, your rewards change, and your research changes. So if we choose Melee Melee Island Path, this is going to be focused on social challenges like sending gifts and taking snapshots. Here you're going to get two Poffins, a Lure Module, four Lucky Eggs, a Lowland Raichu Encounter, and the Pom Pom or Oricorio. Excuse me, Oricorio hat. Yeah, it's okay. Akalala Island Path focuses on adventuring like walking certain distances and spinning pokey stops rewards include an incense two super incubators or no two incubators a super incubator an encounter with a lowland marowak and the pau style or choreo hat Then we have Ula Ula Island, focused on performing different types of throws. Count me out. (laughs) I'm done. I'm not doing it. We're not. Don't even read this. (laughs) Rewards include (laughs) a glacial lure, a magnetic lure, four incense, an encounter with the lowland Vulpix, and the Bale style, or a choreo hat. How is it I can say that and Astro can't? Wait, say it again? Bale. 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 <laughs> ah, but you did say it a little bit better. Oh, I said it a lot better. I don't know what Astro said. He said that with such confidence hey, too. Yeah. <laughs> if you say things with confidence, time, no one will time. ever call you on the wrongness. Right? That is true. That is true. Uh, y'all, I'm not doing this. 
those rewards suck for all the yeah. different throws. I mean, and... a lot of people. I feel like I have way too many instances, and the lures for me, like I barely use yeah. all of those right there. Uh, and then your final island path is the Pony Island research. This focuses on GBL or defeating Tingo rocket leaders. Hey, we we got some juice now. Rocket yeah, right? radar, three star pieces, a premium battle pass, and a counter with a lowland executor. Womp womp. Yeah. And Sinsu style or a choreo hat. Matthew, what island are you choosing? Um, I'm actually I'm probably going to do the the Pony Island path uh just cuz I think the value of the rocket radar and the premium battle pass are there, but I really like the encounters with Alolan Marowak, so I wanted to do the Akala Island. Would you pay $5 um, so you can do them both? No. I wouldn't. <laughs> Personally, it? I, I wouldn't, but... But, God, you're considering it now up. that you think about it. No, no, no. I'm doing the math on, like, value for yeah. in-game currency. I was going to say I that. Think Pony Island, just because of the Team Go Rocket leaders, where, like, most likely you're going to have to battle Rocket Grunts to get to the Rocket leader. So I'm just thinking you get Stardust, you get the 12 kilometer egg you get a, get a shadow, rocket radar shadow pokemon right you get the shadows um versus like the ula ula is really more just like xp rewards because it's all catching um probably doing like excellent throws and stuff the akala island is more like candies i see that just because you're hatching um and then the melee melee is is more just buddy rewards like it, it's really built around like i mean they're saying social challenges but you have two poffins allure module four lucky eggs it it's not it's not giving you like the xp focus that like the other uh the catching task does do you so. know where, where are you going i just want to say i fully agree everything matthew said really good points uh i'm sticking like i saw as soon as i saw all of these i went straight to whatever said battling so i went to pony that's the first thing i said battling i'm like oh that's that's my whole attention right there so i'm sticking with that one plus the the rewards for it are very good besides the encounter i'll put that aside whatever it is what could it be is. a shiny at least i mean they yeah, all could be shiny yeah. at least all the encounters are shiny eligible. that's fair yeah yep. yeah pony island all the way if i chose to buy the five dollar i don't plan on it i would do melee Mate island as my second one though because those poffins trying to get best buddies or get things at the best yeah. buddy are really helpful oh yeah that the poffin came clutch for me because i never really walk and when i went walking in miami like i actually had all of the hearts filled up and i was like when was the last time i had this happen so it was it was really nice yeah so i i could see if you're going to do something i think melee Mail island or pony island are probably your best bang for your buck kind of thing i'll be honest y'all if you didn't complete your researches, try to get them finished before the end of the season because these isn't worth five dollars. I don't think. No, I mean, if you want, if you're desperate for it, sure. But I, I mean, it's not that hard to complete. I don't think, from what I recall, it. So yeah, you should get it. Done. And because there's going to be an event that's going in and cahoots during this time, you'll have a pretty easy job completing it because the things that you need to complete that research will be spawning 
during this time period. Um, also during this time period, what if I told you Shadow Alolan Marowak? I thought I called bullshit when I heard it. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And I'm like, you can evolve a Cubo. And I'm like, okay, so what? And I'm like, there's Shadow Cubo now. And I'm like, holy crap. And, 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 <laughs> and if you were lucky enough to have your Cubone TM'd, it gets Shadow Bone. Shadow, this, I, Shadow Bone. This is amazing because we all know how good Shadow Bone can be. So, this very, very is nice. this the return of Marowak to the meta? Could be, yeah, it could be actually with a lot of possibilities with it. So, I don't know. So, Matthew, tell the people if they haven't got the, that the Alolan Cubone or the, the um, Cantonian Cubone already, who are they looking for from a rocket leader? Wait, re- repeat that if they haven't, if they gotten... haven't got their Cubone, who do they get it from? Cliff. There you get go. it from Cliff. Go fight. Which go. is really rare right now. I spent all day yesterday. I wonder to why. Fight him. I wonder why. <laughs> like, like, what's going on? On Saturday, there is nine rocket leaders in my play area. One of nine was Cliff. It took me six balloons before I finally got a Cliff. I literally, I, I refused to battle anything else. I'm like, no, no. No. That's what I was saying too. I had two rocket radars, and I'm like, I need Cliff. I need Cliff. And then I kept getting uh, Sierra. I kept getting anything mm-hmm. besides him at Arlo, and so, so it was very, very annoying. And I'm like, life they of know. a celebrity, so hard. Right, He's just needing his his time. <laughs> he, he was he cut himself shaving the goatee, and he was embarrassed to come out. <laughs> okay, now for those that aren't going to be doing the research or they need to complete their island research let's tell you what's going to be spawning during this event so we have a wild encounters alolan radada it can be shiny normal cubone which means you can still get alola marowak with good pvp ivs that's a rare thing to come by without some of the if you haven't played go fest or trading yeah or trading very hard rallet litten Poplio, Picky Peck, Young Goose, Alolan Meowth, hey, 750 Stardust per catch and shiny, Alolan Executor, 300 Stardust per catch, XL Candy, and shiny. I'll be honest, this encounter table sucks. Yeah, to be honest with you, besides Cubone, and maybe just some of the starters. I mean, just my personal thing. Cubone literally is the only thing that I see that's good. Maybe Litten, if you want to use it for some cups, uh, self cups. That's about it. That I. If they don't have good. a Lola Meowth as popular as Mouth was when this game launched, I'm going to rage because that's the <laughs> 750 Stardust. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I think. I mean, Staryu was pretty common, right? In the water. Not like, in I my part of the world. Amount. I saw a decent I, amount. I had a decent amount. So I was kind of happy with that versus like mm-hmm. whenever you saw like other ones that had extra Stardust to catch. And I so. totally didn't forget Staryu was extra dust. Definitely yeah. not. Do, 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 do. Talking about <laughs> raids now. Uh, one star raid, Alolan Radita, Alolan Geodude, Alolan Diglett, Alolan Grimer, and Rockruff. Are you doing a one star raid? Uh, if it's in person, I'll probably I can probably do a Ruckruff. That's about it. 
Maybe let's be frankly Brenner? honest, for a chance at an XL candy, if it's in person and I got nothing else around me and I'm going to going home for the day, I'll do whatever rate you want to throw at me now. <laughs> if it's yeah, if you got it, I mean, actually, now that you mentioned that, that, I've actually considered myself like stopping by more and looking to see anything on the way home to stop even in a parking lot and do. And just remember, for the next couple of weeks until the end of the season, you still get two remote or two in person rates a day. See, that's it, they're encouraging this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there any information on like what? ray tiers you could get the xl it's technically all ray tiers from? it's just rare in the lower tiers okay. uh however there is no guarantee of ever getting one in the first place i would like mm-hmm. to see them start next season say five stars guarantee one xl rare mm-hmm. and then three stars has a chance one star has a smaller chance that would be fair to me right uh three star raids you got a lolan raichu a lolan executor a lolan marowak all shiny. All de- actually, I mean, all the raids Marowak. for one and three star are shiny. Oh yeah. I would. I, I want a chocolate bunny. Oh, so yeah. There's. Two I'm still of them. on the search for the chocolate bunny. I have one at home already. I got it during one of the um, sword and oh, shield nice. special raid weekend okay. events. I got a chocolate bunny for that. Ooh. Lucky. Oof. I, I I did so <laughs> many raids that weekend in Sword and Shield. So many raids. Um, five star raids. We have Tapu Finny. Where's the rest of the Tapus, Matthew? Come on, man. I put them in. <laughs> this is where I put them in. I don't see it. I don't I either, man. He's he's, he's really just not on his game this week. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all four Tapus. Um Eggs, this is the pool, y'all. Lord help us. Uh, seven kilometer eggs will have Alolan Radita, Dupiter, or I'm sorry, Dupiter, Fomantis, Oranguru, Alolan Meowth, Grimer, Sandshrew, Vulpix, Diglett, all Alolan forms on those, and Stuffle. I don't know if any of that is worth walking seven kilometers. As common as all that's been in the wild at some point or another is any of that worth walking seven kilometers for you guys no no for me the only thing is fomantis just because i'm trying to build an xl lorantis so i could use any which means it'll hatch at point zero 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 two percent there was actually a decent amount around my area so i got a a good amount to trade like mirror trade Mm -hmm. so what you got to do matthew if you want fomantis you need to make sure you're mega evolving either a um, mm-hmm. Venusaur or Obama Snow. There's your yep. XL I, I constantly have my Venusaur running like while I'm like about to get off work and go and grind for my walk home. Cool. So uh during the entire event, Astro will open your gifts. Oh, I mean uh <laughs> two times Wildcat. <laughs> I'm not gonna make that promise because I probably won't still. Uh, Even for that, you're crazy. I will do I'll that. Forget. I'll forget. I'll say I'll do it, and then I'll forget, and then people message me and get angry. It's just I'm not going to make a promise. Uh, but I, I can know, promise for Astro. Message you fine. with the new in-app or the new uh, Niantic social app. It's not launched yet. Thank God. They're gonna they're gonna <laughs> spam him. No, what will happen is is Lyles <laughs> will come into the chat or into stream and be like, "Battle me, Roper, my gift now. Do one or the other." Um, it's, it's almost similar. Just saying, it's almost similar. Kind of like. 
uh, evolving your megas, it just takes a few minutes to open. No, some it gifts. doesn't. That's the problem. Opening, it I can be done with my megas in ten minutes. It is a solid me. twenty-five minutes to open and send thirty gifts. That no, interface is awful. I'm sure people can tell you otherwise, but we'll, we'll see. I've done it. I do it every so often. I do it every day. <laughs> the interface for gifting and friendship in general is the worst interface in the game. Change my mind. I mean, it lets you. It lets you skip the gifting. Just saying. Doesn't make it any better though. It does, but we'll see what people say. Agree or disagree, though. Worst interface in the game. Uh, yeah. Okay, I can. Uh, that's fair. I mean, I don't think. I mean, they fixed the eggs, so I can't really say anything about that. Matthew, right? they they let you gifting and friendship. Worst interface in the game. I'm trying to think of and like because it would be eggs evolving probably. No, I would say. Uh, yeah, it's it's up there in inconvenience. Yes. But I like I like the the interface. I just think the convenience of it is not. But I see why they haven't made that change because they've implemented like the postcards. Great. Or you let can actually click 30, like, let me save click that. thirty people. Say open gifts. Show me all thirty postcards, and then let me choose the ones I want to keep. Done. But then wouldn't you have an issue with well now I have to go and look through all these no, postcards? No, you show them all to me up. on the screen at one time. I click the ones I want, or I, I don't save the postcards unless there's something super duper special. I never save the postcards. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care about this. Yeah, somebody saved one of the yeah. postcards that I sent. I was like, what? Why? I I didn't even know. Like I never really save any either. Right, but I get the why. I get the why they want us seeing this, and you know they're wanting us to. Oh, this egg came from this person. It's such a special. No one cares. (laughs) Let's just let us make our lives more convenient, and you will have people interacting with that feature more. If I could do it in five minutes a day, I would send. I will. I will send my five gifts I have a day because I don't get twenty a day. But I would open thirty gifts a day every single day. The other big inconvenient part is if you're constantly up against your storage limit, having to stop, go clear out space, then open two more gifts and stop, clear out space. Just the entire experience yeah. is inconvenient. I mean, for, yeah, for me, I'm already prepared for that. My, my bag is always empty. But I'm actually kind of set to record my screen and time myself next time. So we'll It will see. be a minimal 15 minutes to do all 30. <laughs> if you send, send 20 I, gifts and open 30, it'll be 15 minutes minimal. Dino, my my money's on about five to seven minutes. I have faith. I I, I I want to say 10 minutes, Max. This is going to be interesting. Okay, we're going to report back next week. Uh, Field Research Encounters. Rowlet, Litton, Poplio, Picky Peck, Young Goose. Not going to do any of those. What sucks is they didn't put a Lolan Meowth in the the Research Encounter list. Because then you could have stacked those and waited for Triple Dust. Or double dust. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. They got us. They they're on the Lyles. They got, they got us. Li- <laughs> Lyles. Oh man, he's gonna be mad. He's gonna mold on this one. Uh, there's also <laughs> three new avatar items in shop: Rowlet, Litlio, and Poplio in a backpack. Not backpacks of them. They're in the backpack on your back. Take my coins. I I literally have never spent a coin on an avatar item. 
I may be getting a Lit Leo in a backpack. Dino's probably getting Rowlet because of the anime, right? Yeah, you're in there. I knew. Yeah, <laughs> look at there. I had to call him out. Uh, yeah, shut up and take my money. Here, just that's that's basically it. This is the best avatar item they ever put in the game. You you got us, Niantic. You got <laughs> us. They got us twice. Oh, oh yeah. This is the only time we'll see Seagull actually go in his game and buy something for it, and that'll be the backpack for Linton. Yep. Overall, are you guys ready to say Alola to Alola and get this next season rocking? Oh yeah, I am. Yep. I'm excited to see what they do next. I'm, Hopefully, yep. we'll have that information by the next show because considering that's two days before the season starts. And if that's the case, expect us to go live next Monday night for the show recording. If we have that information, we don't know yet. Anything else for the news, boys? No, I think we cover it all. So pretty good. Let's kick it over to GBL where we actually have things to discuss for once. What? <laughs> Fight! Boys, what would you what would you say if I told you there's only eight and a half days of this season <sighs> left for GBL? Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. We have, Dude, I feel like everybody's happy about look, this. It's triple dust week, and I haven't even finished all my sets in a day yet. And that says something. Me neither. I haven't played in like two days straight Yeah, in GBO. What? Yeah. Look, it's all been wait, self. It, that's, it, that's it. Yes, Master League is partly to blame for that, but I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I'm, that is true. Which I'm always, by this point in the season, a little burned out. With that being said, though, starting tomorrow, May 24th, all the way till the new season, Open Great League, Open Ultra League, and Open Master League comes back. Dino, do you actually plan on playing some Open Great League and trying to brush off those skill sets with the actual meta teams this last week? I have to. I have to, and that's just because to make sure it works even against random Pokemon that people bring constantly for Great League. Uh, maybe actually split it between Open uh, Ultra League and try out my original team as well. So my OG team and Open Ultra, see how that goes. I think you have and, to uh, as well because the meta has shifted and we don't know what it's shifted to yet. There's not been exactly. Great Leagues since Arachnoquid. Arachnoquid. Arachnoquid joined the meta. We haven't had Open Great League yet. That is true. So I, we... If you're going to climb quickly at the start of next season, you need to know how that meta shifted with it in there. I I expect to see actual competitive battling happening in this pat, this final week for people trying to learn the meta and get ready for next season. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that as well. Matthew, what what are you what are you targeting for this last little week of push here? I am going open ultra for the remainder of the season because I need the practice for factions. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, that's so fair, I'm yeah. gonna be I'm gonna be building a couple more toys and I'm just really gonna be diving in to get used to them. I I, I apologize. I did realize we forgot something really important in this self section. Speaking of factions, Matthew, BTW mm -hmm. Part Deuce won Deuce. their first ever faction cycle battle. Congratulations. Very awesome. Awesome Very job, awesome. y'all. 
we're very proud of you. Also, we actually want ours as well. So yeah, not yeah, well, no. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, I will say this was probably the worst start to a faction cycle communication wise I've ever seen for factions. Did you guys have issues as well, Matthew? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it yeah. just seemed across the board. Everyone there was communications issues all over the place. The yeah. wording was confusing. Like it just people telling you to join. To, yeah, people to trying to force you to join server. their Discord as opposed to you know using yeah, the, the actual one that Sylph says use. It was bad across mm-hmm. the board. I want to say yep. huge shout out to Chelsea Dark Icy, who's the faction leader for the secondary faction. She did absolutely amazing handling the situation and standing her ground. So awesome job i know it was awesome. very frustrating yeah. but you guys picked out the first week w and you've got a lot to learn from here so thank you for that um anything else faction wise that i forgot to mention i don't think next so. cycle starts up to next, next bout actually. next bout next bout starts today your opponents yeah, mm-hmm. are posted yeah. Good luck, everyone. Um, <laughs> speaking of opponents and things that's about to start up, we do you guys remember at the front of the season? I, I actually forgot about this. For the final Go Battle Day, they said they would be a, call it at the Stardust Surprise. Does anyone remember this? I actually forgot. I totally <laughs> forgot. Completely. We Completely now forgot. know what Go Battle Day's final surprise is going to be. So on Sunday, May 29th, all day, you get 20 sets of or 100 battles, four times Stardust reward. All three leagues are active. If you haven't got ranked 20 yet, you get Gladion's pants. Ugh. But more importantly, more importantly, this guy's tinfoil hat was correct again. Megas are coming to go battle league, y'all. This guy is so excited, too. <laughs> I hate Master League, but if I can throw out a Mega Charizard Y, I'm going to go to Master League. Yeah, I mean, I agree. If if That's what I'm thinking, too, because I think that's the only one that I have like really high up there. So it's the only one I can't use anyways. So I may try it. Oh, you're going to, because I am gonna... <laughs> what happens on oh, Go yeah. Battle Day is we'll be streaming live on Twitch. Oh, Yes. Yeah, so like come join us to watch Dino and I make an absolute fool of ourselves in Mega or Master League with Mega Pokemon. Yeah, we're gonna get wrecked. Uh, PV Poke rankings came out. Gyarados is number one overall now in Master League. Mega he, Gyarados. He already has that out. Holy crap! He has it out. Yeah, Master League Megas. So, I, I, yo, I'm excited. L- l- looking at the the Master League meta now with Megas involved. You have Mega Gyarados, number oh. one. Latios. Latios That's Mega, mean. number two. Y'all, guess what I have? I have a 98%, have a 98 shiny Latios. You're going to flex on them. I, Is that the orange That's one the green one. Or the green one? That's the green the one. The green one, okay. Gengar Mega, coming in at number three. Ooh, that's also hard to resist putting out there. Mega Charizard Y at number four. If you don't know, that is the fire flying one, not the dragon one. Zekrom Latios Mega, even hitting the top here at number six. Lugia, Shadow Lugia, 
Dialka gets bumped all the way down from the, the top one or two spots to number nine. Maybe we're finally Dude, rid huge. of, Gal- of Di- Dialga. Uh, Mega Charizard X comes in at number 10. It seems like fun, this. y'all. It seems real fun. Uh, looking further down the list here, Mega Stilix is at number 16. At number 18, Mega Altaria. I have a hundo. I'm surprised. Of, of Altaria? I, do, I don't have the XL do? candies to build it, but I have a hundo. Um, I, I oof. Um, other Megas coming in, number 27, Amphros, 31, Blastoids, 33, Venusaur. I really hate seeing that for Venusaur. I really wanted to see Grass jump up in the meta. And mm-hmm. even so, it's still so far down the list. Uh, what do you think the last Mega is on the list? Houndoom? Nope. Oh. Pidgeot. Nope. Matthew, you got a guess? You forget it probably has a Mega in the game, even. No, no, I'm just trying to think. The Lopunny? Lo, lo, lo Lopunny is the last place oh, Mega. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Number... <laughs> I was, like, I was just thinking, what is a Pokemon I have not heard of? 414. <laughs> That's straight really? doo-doo. It is ranked lower than XL Meganium. <laughs> XL Meganium is 229. That tells you a lot. What? Oh, its moves are trash. I, I mean... I'm sorry, g has... I know you're, you're, you love your low punny, but... Oh God! It's it's just a fast move, right? So the fast if it move had, is crap. if it had counter as a fast move, it jumps mm-hmm. up into probably the top fifteen. Probably yeah, because counter fire punch focus blast that would be broken. But low kick it's, is just bad. It's a fighting Pokemon that loses to a dark with Gyarados. Yeah, and it, so. it, it's not even closely losing. Like it it loses. It's hard. bad. Wow, it's almost like it's not even dark. <laughs> uh, it's That's it's bad. wins. If this tells you anything, here's what wins. This picks up. It picks up Weavile, Weavile Shadow, Titar, Genesec, and Excadrill. That's that's what you're winning with it. <laughs> I feel bad for it. <laughs> I feel literally bad for that. Um, Houndoom's actually in the top 100. Mega Houndoom's ranked 63. Yeah. I was actually did a quick thing. So it, it had like a 6% uh, wins versus the Master League. <laughs> uh, funny did. I, I, yeah, and I put counter on it and it went all the way up to 36.2%. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it still would be probably bad, but. I it mean, would be not ranked 414. Is it the dead last no. Pokemon? Oh, God. It, it could be possibly. Oh. It's close. Uh, total ranking is a 485, and normal low punny is actually dead last. Wow. Yeah, with, with counter, it actually beats Mega Gyarados. Yeah. So, that's, that's right. One day, we'll get a low punny community today. DeFi will celebrate, <laughs> and we'll get counter, counter. On, on, on low punny and make it a viable thing. But one day, when when the wonderful thing called Dynamax comes out... Machamp gets a Dynamax form. If depending upon how they implement it, if it's similar to Megas, oof. So 
do you guys know what Dynamax does as far as stats in the main series? No. It leaves all of your stats alone except your HP or your stamina. It doubles your HP. Okay. I'm a champ with twice as much health. Same attack stat. So yeah, that'd be... Wow. Now, the only downside is most likely they wouldn't let you Dynamax a Shadow, so you would be looking at normal Machamps versus Shadow Machamps. But still, double the health Machamp. It's no longer glassy. How they implement that. We'll see. One day. Um... I, I'll be frankly honest. I will probably pay all 100 battles on Go Battle Day only because there's four times Stardust. On stream, yep. we'll probably play a mixture of Great League and Open Masters just for the NIMS. 100%. Yeah. yeah. But definitely going to be playing all, all battles for that, for sure. Okay. Anything else before we hop into everyone's favorite part of the show? uh no not that i can think of just excited for this uh june 1st that's that's all Pr- predictions say. what day do they drop new information about season 11 of sylph or of, of gbl i want to say monday a full week from probably today probably monday yeah yeah i'm going thursday well monday's memorial day i'm wondering i'm curious if they'll maybe friday make it sooner they'll drop seal or gbl on thursday season on friday okay uh, you're seriously talking to Reyes because there's no way you have confidence over here saying all this stuff. I have talked to no one. <laughs> Reyes, you can let them know in the Discord. Me and you have not discussed this. This is just, you guys just reading the tea read leaves. Everything. Read those tea leaves. <laughs> because if it hadn't been for what Matthew said, Monday I think would have been the date. But they're, they're not going to drop both announcements on the same day. And I think they want to, I'm hoping, say good things for GBLs to come. So if 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 you're if you're right and if they do do it on Thursday or Friday, whichever one, it would be enough time, I guess, to consider it with enough like time to, for communication, which is what you want. Yeah, from I would have if, if if they're going to do another interlude season, I they should have already met the announcement out. Oh, my God. If they do that, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if if I I think. Bare minimal, I think Thursday they have to get it out. But unfortunately, what I'm afraid they're going to do is put this out on Wednesday, which means we, you know, if we'd have been in that wonderful partner program, we could have talked about it this week. But yeah, alas, it's all good. It's all good. One day Matthew will actually do his job and get us in the program. One day, right? <laughs> That's Matthew. They don't return my calls, guys. I don't know what it's try harder. Try harder. <laughs> that was the one god job you were given. That's the one job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's head over to the questions before we get in too much more trouble here. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! As always, if you want your questions on the show, there is a few different ways to have it happen. You can drop your questions in the you want answer sections in the Discord. You can put them on our YouTube videos. Matthew reads every single comment that comes into YouTube and then sends them to us if we don't get around to reading them. Uh, You can add us on Twitter. You can go to our wonderful website, btwpvp.com. 
and drop the question through there or email us directly. Emails, all that information is in the show notes below. So let's start out with this week. Frost Benny asks, has the BTW crew ever met in person? I mean, I uh, see Dino now. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> um, I've only met Astro, so. this. Hey, it's coming, though. Next month? Yeah. Next month. So, yeah, next month. Woo-hoo. We'll say, we'll, we'll say yes. Now we just got to convince <laughs> Matthew month. to drive down and be a spectator and go around yep. handing out business cards for us. <laughs> I'm doing my best, guys. I can't promise anything. We also got to get Astro to make business cards so Matthew can hand business cards out. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's coming. We're, I'm excited for it. I actually really am. I think we're. I think the, the hosts are going to go out to dinner possibly one night, things of that nature, and then try to hang out with the community as much as possible. However, obviously, my wife and kid will be there, so I also need to spend time with them. So I'll be upfront about my free time as well. Um, ooh, I like the second question. Hardest Pokemon to hit an excellent throw? Dino. See, I feel like this comes with, like, grinders. So, like, I feel like King Tom, uh, Reyes, and all of them are, like, hardcore grinders. I really don't try to ever go for excellence too much. Uh, so I can't really say, but I know that it's very annoying to catch. What is it? Um, there's, like, a bug Pokemon that's uh, very annoying to catch. To hit excellent on, I can't remember which one it is. Joltik? But is it? Yeah, I think it's, it was it's so that. Tiny. It was so tiny. I hated it. Like the ones that are really. You're tiny, wrong, like, but I, it's I okay. It. Matthew? I mean, you have the correct totally answer? <laughs> There's a mine's, correct answer. <laughs> mine's Curum. Curum is tough, but at least it's a big it's circle. So it's so far, far away. away. Or Zubat is. You're getting close. Zubat? You got close to the right answer. No. <laughs> Magnemite. Small circle, and that thing does not stop moving. About like Zubat. The only difference, it's circle slightly smaller than Zubat's circle. It's cl- it's close. It's close too. too right? Yeah, you. Just, it's it real just close. Moves. Okay, and it just darts. Oh god, I hate that stupid. Yeah, thing. I hate Zubat. Uh, easiest Zubat. excellent throw, Matthew. Easiest one's probably Tauros. It just stands there, and its circles like huge. Dino? Surprisingly for me, recently it was Tapu Fini. Like it was really easy for me to get excellent. On that. I would say pseudo Wudo, because it literally does just stand there. Even though it's supposed to move a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, low key hard and low key easies ones to do. What's what's the ones that you can hit on that, that you just that people don't even think about hitting excellence on? Matthew. Uh. Loki easy is it only happens and it happens almost every time. I'm just not paying attention and just flinging, but mischievous. I have no idea why when I'm just not actually paying attention to my phone and I just like flick my thumb, like all 90% of the time I get an excellent throw. And when I'm actually trying, I just whiff terrible. Loki <laughs> hard. Whenever. Loki easy. No, I'm saying what's your Loki hard for me. Oh, Loki Hard Weedle. Oh, that is a good one. That is, actually, yeah, that Dina? is. A, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, uh, Loki Easy. I probably say without, like he said, the ones I get like excellent without even noticing. It was Pidgey for me. 
That but one's actually kind of tough because it is so close. But once you get that that motion down, where you're yeah. just kind of dropping the ball, you're not throwing it. You're yep. just dropping just like, it, like <laughs> just like drop it literally. <laughs> uh, but I would say definitely with the Loki Hara, I, I would say is Weedle and Caterpie kind of like the same circle. Yeah. Or yeah, so yeah, I would say both of them were kind of like Loki hard. Loki easy. I don't know why. Magikarp. I can hit excellence on Magikarp all day, no problem at all. It was actually the Pokemon I finally completed to get my first Mew was Magikarp. Oh, okay. And no clue how. It, it, for some <laughs> reason, just my, my general throwing motion hit it every time almost. Low-key hard, ghastly. I have don't, it moves a lot, It right? moves a lot, and it's got a fairly mm-hmm. small circle with a fairly hard back throw. It's weird. Do you guys remember how far back, um, what was it, Tentacle used to be? You had to yeah, launch that thing. You had to, it, right? Yeah, that one was crazy. But they, they moved it closer. <laughs> okay, we got a questions. Questions from King Tom 513 What does each rocket leader say when you defeat them? No idea. Not what they really say, but envision them saying it. I see Cliff yelling F. Never mind. What do you think? Dino, I'm making you go first this oh, time. Oh, so so we're not we're not actually going off what they actually say, but what we think what they would they, say. What you believe they would say. How about we take each take one leader? So Dino, you pick your leader since you go first. Uh I'll probably go with Arlo. So which ones do you guys pick? You you give your statement first. Yeah, you know okay. So Arlo, I feel like Arlo is I don't know. He's kind of cool, but he's like, I don't know. He reminds me kind of like a Lyle. So, I, <laughs> so I, I feel like he would mauled. On <laughs> so that, that gives you a little bit of an idea, whatever you guys know. <laughs> so You've got to give an example. You have him. to give an example. Come on. You can't. Nope. you got to give an example. Oh, okay. 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 All right. So this is perfect because everyone does this as well to me all the time. So like, uh, that was, that was some great battles, but I would have won if I would have done this differently. Fully <laughs> could see it, Matthew. Which leader are you taking? You want Cliff or Sierra? I was going to say Sierra, but I was going to say she probably molds like Lyle, too. <laughs> We're all just taking Okay, what, what is she going to say, though? you got to give us a molding example yeah. here. She, she, let's go a little, little high-pitched high-pitched lie i was like this guy this guy i threw an extra counter and like it didn't catch (laughs) he's gonna hate us oh god oh god the hate mail from miles just started piling up y'all uh i i am left with cliff and i think cliff would just look at you and say if i would have only done five more bench presses i had this one (laughs) oh man Okay, part C here. Heat check. Who you got in the NBA Finals? Dino? Uh, Warriors and Heat. Matthew, do you, the NBA Finals is a basketball game? Yeah, no, <laughs> the, I know. It's the one uh, that you play with the round like, ball in the Celtics, hoop. Nets. Yeah, Celtics, Nets. and Or no, sorry. Celtics, um, Heat versus, er, currently. Celtics, and, Heat. Uh, Warriors, Mavs. Mavericks, yep. Okay. Because I know that I'm totally not cheating at all, but I I know that uh, there's a game on, or was a game on tonight. 
But um, I like Heat's Warriors. It, it's going to be Heat Warriors. Absolutely mm-hmm. Heat Warriors. Um, I, I <laughs> am pulling for the Heat because they have two former Kentucky boys on that team. And they're actually two of the nicest guys in the world that you'll ever meet. So I'll pull This pull shows how much I know about basketball. Is LeBron James still on the Heat? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and interjecting into King Tom's question, Frost Mini wants to know about the Stanley Cup Finals. I have no idea. Just so you, it's gonna be you guys. It's just gonna be Wildcat. Oh, he doesn't want Edmonton. Sure, we'll go. Edmonton? I'm, lo- I'm trying to look it up too. I have no idea. I, I won't take part in that because I don't even know any of them. We have. Uh... Sure, I'm gonna go to Edmonton. They're a team versus maybe Carolina. Oh no, Tampa! I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I'll throw I'll throw you guys some some um, flavor for this for for South Florida there. And Edmonton and Tampa Bay. There you go. I know that much about ho- hockey. Matthew, sounds sounds great Perfect. to me. Okay, they're probably on the same side of the bracket, and we don't even know. <laughs> oh i'm embarrassed now lyle's really is going to be mad at us uh daytona speedway just hosted rockville this weekend and it got me thinking would you be what would be your dream lineup for a concert all genres included dead or alive dino oh so i kind of See, I like a little mix of uh, two things. So, like, my first CD I've ever owned when I moved here to Florida was Linkin Park. Um, so, I definitely would include Linkin Park. Let's let's uh, go five bands. Or five, five? bands or singers. Oh, my God. you got to fill five spots for the show. Because, look, Rockville, that, that is a music show. There is multiple performances all day. I was going to say, I don't know what Rockville is, but it, I'm just Think of a music like... festival. It's like that. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna literally be everywhere with here. So I'm gonna do. You Lincoln won't be Park. as all over the place as I am. Trust me. Oh, I won't. I won't have country. So there's not that much of. <laughs> I won't go there. But uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, I'm gonna have uh, Dead Mouse, EDM. If, if anybody you know doesn't know, uh, there's a uh, what was that rock band? That was back with like Lincoln Park. Um, can't think of the name. I'll just switch it with another one. What was the song? Uh, I think it was like oh no, it was Sim- Simple Plan. I think it was called. Yeah, so, Simple Plan. Okay, so Simple yeah Simple Plan, and then I'm just gonna add some Hispanic or Latin music on here. Um, so some people may know him, but he's uh, Elvis uh, Crespo. Uh, you guys know Suavemente. Have you guys ever heard? Of it? Yep. So there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, so him and I'm going to go with maybe something current right now. I'm going to go with, uh, actually I can't think of the last one. I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys go while I get back to that. Matthew, go ahead. Yeah. So I've, I've seen most of them, um, and I would love to see them all in, in one place, but, um, Skillet. Which oh, is a I love band. me some Skillet. Yeah, 
Thousand Foot Crutch is another thing. And the best concert I've ever been with was they co-headline. Did you see, did, so did, um, see. The, the, the guitar player from Skillet when he does the neck? And, oh, God. I'd, great yep. concert to go yep. to. Yeah. Um, the Fray. Um, Sting. Or the Police. And... Probably Ed Sheeran. Okay. Dino, you got yeah, your last Santos. one here? Yeah. Romeo Santos. Okay. Okay. We're going to, we are all over the board, y'all. We're going to bring in Garth. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring in Elton John. Mm. Bring in Eminem. We're bringing in um, Daughtry slash Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm using one slot to get because it's the same lead singer. And 50 Cent. Yeah, I did not expect those picks from you. <laughs> I, I did not These either. These are all people that's on my normal playlist. I could oh, to- totally forgot about Eminem. Jesus. Yeah. If So that's up. the BTW playlist that will be available on Spotify. I wish. I wish. <laughs> but these are all those are all artists I actually listen to on a regular basis. And if you haven't speaking of Elton John, if you haven't seen Rocket Man, go watch that movie. Really good movie. Really good movie. We should do like a BTW Spotify playlist of like all our favorite songs that people can just Yeah. Add. I don't know how to make one. <clears throat> I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll it's not that hard. <laughs> I just use things other people make and let it play for me. Yeah. Um. I I don't understand his next one. RK four twenty means. I tried looking it up, and I it looks like a wrestling thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought that was like a little thing that he pressed. <laughs> it's definitely WWE, but I don't know what that is. Yeah. I think this I may have been driven to towards oh. Astro, and unfortunately, he's not here tonight. So if it is King Tom, let us wow. know and we will wow. Um, wow. make it into next week's show. Something to do with Randy Orton. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Randy. What show should I watch on Netflix? Matthew. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but uh, one of my favorite TV series of all time is Lie to Me with uh, Tim Roth in it. They play like uh, he plays uh, one of the guys that helped develop sort of like the CIA or Secret Services uh like program for reading like micro expressions with people. So he's able to like have a conversation with them and pick up on like differences in their face or like hands. And I have watched that. That's a good show. They're lying. Mm -hmm. He's a human lie detector pretty much. Yes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Genio, what would you recommend? Uh, I'm going to go with anime. So I'm going to go with uh, attack on Titan. Okay. I'm a giant nerd that likes documentaries. Uh, Explained is a really good quick format documentary series. It is. And if you haven't watched it already, they're like 
15 to 18 minutes each. They got really good narrators and they cover good God a variety of subjects in that 15 to 18 minutes. So highly recommend explained our new flow. I, I know I did it on purpose. Go ahead and say it correctly, Dino, because I, I am not Spanish and do not know the proper pronunciations here. So you can't well, yell at me. I'm not going to, I mean, to be honest with you, like this was the first time I've ever seen, uh, this name but it's definitely spanish because there's other pronunciation of how he says it so arnulfo like you, arnulfo. you guys say the flow arnulfo arnulfo and by the way you keep saying there's no l there there's an l clearly in his name Ar yeah arnul arnulfo, arnulfo. okay yeah. yeah says if an in-game chat is coming to go y'all think global trading will too i would just simply say since there's not an in-game chat coming to go no your, your, your question is now void because it's an external, a secondary app. I know I'm being so, very semantic, but... <laughs> I know. That's Matthew, what do you think? I'm just curious if they will maybe, imp like how Pokemon Home kind of is, if they'll maybe do something on like a global scale for that down the road. I don't foresee this being a thing in the game especially when they're putting the emphasis right now on local communities with all the like quality of life updates uh and changes that they're making in the game i i, I would like global trading but i just i sadly don't think it's gonna be a thing in the game for a while if ever yeah god i hate I that you're right but you're 100 yeah. percent right yeah, I, I agree 100%. Because like, I feel like if they're not going to bring it, they're not going to bring it anytime soon. And I almost feel like there's a possibility that they won't at all. So. I, I think we've hit a point, it's never coming. If it didn't come for the last two GoFest, it's not coming now. Okay, I mean, it seems fair. Um, Especially because, as Matthew pointed out, they're, they're really emphasizing in-person now. Which... It is what it is. I still think if you are lucky, if, if your best friends are lucky friend, once a month, you should be able to trade with remote distance regardless or something. There, there, there is a happy median because whether they like it or not, online communities is part of the community's portion of this game now. And they need to find a way to work with those communities as well. Okay. Greninja Muffin asks, what Pokemon, Pokemon commonly regarded as a hard counter to another Mon isn't a true hard counter in your opinion? What even makes a Mon a hard counter in your opinion? Dino. Oh, so a hard counter would be something like Walrein versus uh, the new Spooter, which I'm not going to say its name. <laughs> uh, or if you were to like go against uh, Galvantula versus a, a G-Fisk. So at least that's how I would consider but, something. That but what's a literally... hard? What's what's something that's regarded as a hard counter, but actually you don't think it is? Oh, uh, actually, that's a good question. Oh, uh, never thought about it like that. I mean, I've always seen it if there's barely any ones that are like actually like. I feel like most of them always have a hard counter. Do you think of any that isn't a true hard counter? I do, Which but I'll let's what? see if Matthew has one. I was just laughing and when I when I uh put this question in the notes because it reminded me of uh the old uh Lyle and Miami Docs G Fisk versus Nittle Queen 
Uh, it's not a hard counter not, if it requires not, a bait. It, 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 yeah, uh, it, it's like the perfect. That makes sense now. The perfect thing for <laughs> it. Because so. he says this word, they argue. <laughs> I, re- I remember mm. saying that. I, I do have uh, one, so, though. I don't okay, think yeah. Rafty is as a hard counter as to Umbreon as people make it out to be. Because those last resorts can hit it so hard, it Umbreon can un- overcome that battle pretty easily, in my opinion. And this is in Ultra League, because Great League Scrafty is is very, very little bulk. Ultra League Scrafty, that thing actually can take a punch. But I still don't think it's a true yeah. hard counter. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Like, I mean, I agree with that, but I don't know if... Are you saying so Umbreon can possibly beat Scrafty? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I mean, I just did a sim. If 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 Scrafty just does straight power-up punch, no... Uh, yeah, Umbreon has no chance of winning that. It, it would need a... It would need a significant energy it's possible advantage it's possible i don't think that's as hard counter as people make it out to be because i've seen it Uh, actually maybe maybe i can say one that i would say that just because i've used it um would be snorlax versus machamp so because it actually especially shadow because it hits hard versus it although machamp hits hard back to it so uh, with energy or even like a little bit of energy lead, uh, you can take some shields from a fighter, and you're a normal type. So uh, that's at least the one I can think of, like right now. That's fair. That's a good question, though. Yeah. Up next, Reyes six eight three says, "Here's a list of all the megas with pictures. You guys have to scroll down the notes. What of these are you looking forward to the most?" Dino? Uh, Mega Rayquaza. <laughs> that sounds like boring. I have a shiny ninety percent. <laughs> what do you expect, Matthew? Um, I think me and Mama Climbs are gonna be hitting the Mega Mawile real hard. Okay. I want to see Mega Sharpedo. Why that thing's that? gonna be nasty, <laughs> dude. It's a cannon. You give it a. It, mm-hmm. It's Mega has even a higher attack stat. And it doesn't lose hmm. bulk. Okay, I mean that's that's fair. It looks like a torpedo it does. too. <laughs> uh, I, Actually, I take back what I said. I want to go with Mega Lucario. Yeah, that one's cool. I also will say Mega Metachan because what we talked about earlier, it will shift the Ultra League meta if they allow Megas in Ultra League as well. Uh, he also asked, May twenty seventh is a loaded day of content. Bob's Burgers, Top Gun sequel surprisingly killing it on Rotten Tomatoes, currently sitting at 96%. Stranger Things 4, Part 1, first two episodes of Obi Kenobi. Any of this get you hyped, Dino? Uh, I watched Stranger, Stranger Things, so definitely that. Uh, besides that, I really don't watch any of the other ones. I'm, um, I'm a sucker probably for the Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Star Wars TV series have been phenomenal i don't think that they're gonna um, i didn't watch the most recent one what was it um what was the most recent one not they had man Man, no um and then boba Boba fett Fett. i didn't get around to watching that one yet i need to Mm -hmm. catch up on it but 
Stranger Things 4 sounds awesome. Obi-Wan sounds awesome. I really want to see Top Gun, but I'm probably not going to go see Maverick in theaters. Uh, me and the wife actually is planning on, she's never watched the original, but she's seen the previews for the new one. She's like, I want to watch that, but we need to watch the first one. And I'm like, okay, I'm always up for watching Top Gun. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it is a hype weekend for content. It really is. And D, what are some Pokemon you want to have a community day in the future? Matthew. Um, I want Growlithe to have a community day. It's one of my favorite Gen 1 Pokemon. It's just got a special, like, uh, meaning for me personally. Um, so I would like to see Growlithe uh, get a community day so that Arcanine could get you know maybe like a, a move shake up okay Dean yeah. that's nice I, I'm just going very biased opinion here just because I really need candies for it and that's Axew so <laughs> I wanted to have a community day I, I think we need another Charizard community day right another, yeah for another sure Char- there you <laughs> go what else can I learn <laughs> please god I'm not that is not my answer I'm just being sarcastic you throw it out there it's gonna happen oh, I, I, we all Fight. know it's gonna happen stop <laughs> No. <laughs> we all know it's going to happen. It's the sad part. Um, I really want Grimstar Community Day, and I want Grimstar on the game as quickly as possible. Let's release it for Community Day like we did Stuffle. Let's go. I want Grimstar. Okay. Grimstar is so good. Which is, I'm sorry, technically He's it would be Impidimp Community Day. That's the base form. But yeah. I, oof, I can't wait for that. And it's such a good shiny. Oof. It, it's a it's a normally a black Pokemon that turns to like this white and purple. Oof, it's so good. No, that, that sounds kind of dope. I've never really seen it. Look, look it least. up real quick while I'm reading the next question. Uh, from Laflory says, "Did I miss it on the last pod? Will Alolan Graveler still be a better PvP pick over Rollout Golem, Matthew?" Uh, well, you didn't miss it because we didn't know the move set yet, so we didn't talk, or we didn't know the stats of rollout, so we didn't talk about it. Um, in my opinion, I think they both have different niches that they fill. Um, I haven't really looked at the stats. I'm I'm thinking Graveler is a bulkier than Golem just because it requires more power ups for it, but I think potentially golem will have some play in different metas um i think they're both strong though dino what do you think I, yeah i still i personally prefer uh graveler if we're talking about in general gbl like open greatly i will say graveler um if we're talking about like self um where it's like meta related where you have to pick something that maybe something that's really strong against golem uh is is uh banned so that way uh golem will shine and at least from what i've seen if you want to just see like number wise in great league and open great league then the percentage for golem is at 36 almost 37 percent win rate versus graveler is at 51 percent. so it's it's a pretty huge difference in that in that regards but i mean you can always have fun with it there's people that run rank like 120 pokemon in great league yeah, so. uh, I they're they're both going to have play. I still probably prefer Graveler just because that little bit of extra bulk. But depending upon the meta, either are viable now. 
Dino, did you see the shiny? I did, and that is actually very cool. I actually prefer the white. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's insane. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. I like it. Uh, Matthew said, "Is that a Japanese demon mask roided out hair clump?" Yes, <laughs> its its armor is actually hair. <laughs> that's insane. Just let that paint the picture in your mind now. It's got armor of hair, and it's a dark fairy type. I need this thing. In my sword and shield play th- playthrough, because I didn't know how late in the game you could encounter it, I just so happened to stumble upon a raid den that had Impidimp in it in the first 20 minutes of playing, or first hour of playing, like 20 minutes into the actual oh, gameplay. Geez. That was on my team from the start of the game to the end of the game, and loved every second of it. It was the first shiny I hunted for in Sword and Shield. So, I'm very excited for this thing to come to the game. Um, Lyle's Jeff three says, I want to know what spread I need for mega metacham and ultra league and the level it needs to be at. Matthew says he has some tools that maybe he can share in the show notes, Matthew. Yeah. So I have a buddy that, um, has access to like whatever formula, um, they used to calculate like CPs and stuff and he's hasn't been wrong yet. So take this with a grain of salt though, just because the information is not out, but he's saying uh level 50 hundo of mega Metacham would max out at 2821 or 2855 with the best buggy boost. The 0% maxes out under 2500. So it's entirely possible to have a full XL mega Metacham for ultra league. Probably not zero zero, but probably something in the lower IV range maxed out all the way specifically to Mega Evolve to be under the Ultra League. But I believe if you have your previously built Hundo level 40, it will Mega Evolve under the 2500 cap. Yeah, hopefully. Level 40 40 without uh, Buddy Boost is 2495. There you go. Cool. Boom. So there you go. And that means my one that I have built from pre XL now has a use again. <laughs> um, Some guy named Speediest Chef. Speed, speedy, what, what is this? Speediest Chief. Speediest Chief, too. Well, look at this guy hopping in here. Wow. Uh, he says, hi, everyone. <laughs> I had a question I'd like your feedback on. During the interlude season, have you played more GBL? or less GBL compared to previous seasons? That's part one. Dino. Well, I think we've discussed this a little bit, but uh, I'm going to answer it again. Uh, With this interlude season, I've definitely played a lot less. Uh, Just because the interest is not there, there's no motivation for ELO for me. Not everyone is like this. I know that I talked to Doms a little bit about this because for content creators, they played more because they have more content to create with like spicier picks and they don't have to worry about them losing elo so it makes sense for like content creators uh to play constantly uh for people that wants to have like uh they want stardust like Ar- artemis you you guys saw how well he's been doing with his stardust so like him like they had motivated to get that stardust which makes sense for me i'm like i have no motivation because i'm more on the competitive side so i'm like i'm not competing for anything in here 
Um, so. Matthew, more or less, saying? Um, I've been playing less, actually. In the previous season, I was the least amount that I played, but the season was also kind of, like, riddled with, like, bugs and stuff, too. So I think the more that I'm getting into, like, the creator space, like, with the podcast and stuff, the less time I have that I'm devoting to, like, GBL, so... I'm I'm the rarity here. I have actually found myself playing significantly more because I can play to earn the dust without worrying about my elo. So he he kind of mm-hmm. goes on to explain here. He's like, I'm trying to pin down if the interlude season was good for new players or having no elo was a net negative in terms of participation. What do you guys think? Do you think this season made it easier to jump into GBL without that stress? Matthew, what do you think? I would actually think it would um i think uh the having no elo only shows or in in my hope would uh show niantic the need for a like non-ranked uh like tier or system alongside elo um because when i'm battling i noticed myself being like significantly less stressed if I like lost or got like a two, three set because I didn't see like my ELO going down. It wasn't like something that I was a number that I was trying to hit, but I was still having fun more than previous seasons because I could try wonky stuff. Like we're doing the stream after we have the chip challenge and I'm running like octillery and like all these like wacky things just because I want to a, but two, it allows me to have that real battle experience of blind threes with, without having it potentially take a hit to my elo. Yeah, Dino, what do you think? Was do you think it was good for new players overall on that negative? What do you, do you think it dropped participation overall? I, I'm not. I don't want to go with like the negative route. Like I don't want to say it was negative, but I want to say that it did not per se. Uh, help or what's good on new players because uh, there was no motivation to start in GBL. I mean, just for practice, but besides that, there was really nothing else. I mean, the reason why I say this is because I, I'm sure you guys saw this, but there was a lot of new Sylph players that are asking to start playing. And why is that? Because it's competitive. So, I do think that also has to do with regional stuff. With what? With regionals. And oh, Pokemon regionals? Because, like, the way I saw it, it's like they just wanted to know how to start playing it because it... it I mean, regionals for self or regionals for, uh, like... For, for Pokemon plays. Like, actual competitive... Because okay. you had to practice at show six. Yeah, exactly. And then that helped you. And then I guess because every... Like, okay, so you said it because... And then uh, regionals is competitive. So you're learning because you want to be competitive so that's how i see it I, I will say in my opinion it was overall actually positive uh and it i know that's probably going to rub a lot of our listeners the wrong way because we are the niche of the community the hardcore battlers are the smaller portion of the community and giving battlers that people that are were afraid to jump in or almost felt like they were getting shamed constantly because people were flexing elos left and right. Oh, I hit 3,500. I hit 3,600. And seeing that kind of mentality out there, 
is actually really discouraging to a newer player. So I think by having everyone on the same playing field that once you got the rank 20, no one knows you from Adam. You are who you are then. I think it may, was actually a very much of a positive for new players. I don't want to see it come back. Let me point that out now. I think ELO needs to come back. But I do think there needs to be some adjustments with ELO when it comes back. There needs to be more continuity and more upfrontness on how that ELO is calculated and what actually affects your ELO. And maybe even as part of the next season, have a you know, definition of ELO out there for new players. Because unless you've played games competitively for you know any type of period, do, do you guys even know what ELO stands for? Isn't it like I, effort level something or other? From what I recall, I tried to look it up one time and I didn't even think that was actually like an abbreviation, like something that it stands for. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually just a meaning itself. Yeah, exactly. It is. That's that's why I asked that way because I wanted to see. But people don't understand that. Yeah. So exactly. even just explaining what ELO is and what it means could be helpful to those general battlers. If you want to bring people in, this season helped. It let people step, put their toe in, as well as, I'll be frankly honest, I went auto-wreck nearly the entire Great League after I hit rank 20. I rushed to rank 20, because, and I did that specifically for a reason. Dust rewards were higher at rank 20 than they were at rank 5. So I wanted to get to 20 as quick as I could so I could maximize my, maximize my dust throughout the season. But once I hit rank 20, for Great League, I ran nothing but auto-wreck. Just to play and have fun and use crazy things. Now, do I think my skills probably have suffered a little bit because of that? Absolutely. But I also know when Ultra League came around, I played straight meta because that's what most people were doing in Ultra League. And I was still, my team was still working. It was going 4-1, 5-0. I went a solid week with zero losing sets in Ultra League. Do you think running Autorec really like was a detriment to your skills? I would honestly think that it would increase your ability to like adapt just by the sheer it, randomness. Like it helps you play think it helps think, you think, quicker in on the fly but if you're doing true auto wreck there's just some pokemon that don't work at all you can't think your way around right. bad pokemon so if you're doing right. modified which i did on stream when if i was streaming i would do what i call modified auto wreck where i could replace things and things of that nature still go auto wreck but it, let's say it gave me a jinx that i don't have built i could pick another ice or psychic type to replace it with or it gave me my unbuilt Toxicroak because it loves doing that as opposed to my built one. I could replace that. Um, that does help, in my opinion, because it does teach you to play different lines mm-hmm. and it's helping you learn other Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're doing true auto wreck, which is what I did typically if I wasn't streaming, was a true just pick three and go, then it's a different story. Um, the other part I'll add to Speedius's question here, and we, we talked about this in his Discord slightly. Rotation-wise, do you want to see two-week or one-week rotations come back, come new season, Dino? Um, I don't know if you remember. I know it's not going to happen, but I don't know if you remember uh, Frost Benny's idea of, um, I don't remember the details. Overlapping rotations. It It was staggering them. Yeah, where it just seemed like that seems like a better idea. 
I'm not gonna lie to you. I at first I wouldn't want one week rotation if they are to do that, but the way I'm doing it now, like how it is now, I feel like I got accustomed to it. Um, it kept, and I wouldn't it kept mind it from it. getting stagnant at least. Yeah, if they would have done two weeks for an interlude season, I would have just gone crazy. Like that would have been insane. Um, so I'm kind of glad that they kept switching every week. Now I don't know because I kind of go back and forth with that because I, I know for a fact not just me. There's a bunch of listeners. I think even Astro and maybe maybe Wildcat and myself ha- has happened where like you do bad like the first four days. And then you find a team on the fifth or sixth day, and then what? You're gonna in the next two days or the next day you're gonna switch uh, uh, leagues again or switch to a different league, and then you basically only have like a day or two to increase in elo. But would it make you feel bad sitting out a league? Like let's say it was just Master League open for a week. If it was only a week, would you feel bad sitting out that week actually? Versus if it was two weeks, then you start to say, eh, I I need to play a little just to. So, yeah, in regards to that, like, let's just say if it was just Master League, I if it was just Master Open, and which I don't think that would happen, but let's just say it is, I honestly, I've tried this, and I, I'm going to say this, I probably wouldn't play that week just because I've done it before, and I lost ELO, and I've, I regretted it instantly. But if it was two weeks, would you feel more pressure to play? Because it's such an extended yeah, part of the Yeah, that's what happened. So, like, yeah, so that's that's another thing, which... Again, I don't think they're going to just put Open Master League. Usually they put something Little well, Cup let, or let, something else. Open Master Little Cup. Like the OG Little Cup. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely play Little Cup for sure. I, but I would probably still sit out the week because I, have to, I didn't like, care I, yeah. for either of them. And I know I'm going to most likely lose ELO. But sitting out one week is much easier than sitting out two weeks. Yeah. So it, you can literally fight like back and forth with it. But I, I can see why more people would like the one week just because it's more refreshing. But I see it more in terms of like if you're finding a new team and you're starting and you find it like one or two days before it changes, then you're kind of going to get a little upset and discouraged. Matthew, what do you think? You like one or two weeks? He's going to talk to us on mute to answer the question. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's twice. <laughs> no, not again. Um, I like the idea of one week. I just wish they had better variety than what they had this cycle i would like to see them experiment with metas in the great league over uh just like rehashing halloween cup which was it was weird how they started off with like what love cup right away after we had already it was literally love cup love a cup, week off weeks. love cup right so that was weird but i i wish that they would sort of get rid of those for at least like this kind of season and maybe experiment with like some self style okay, so what about this as a compromise the great league is we- great league ultra league master league opens are one week rotations specialty cups are two weeks mm-hmm. i think that's completely fair because like i can't i can't play this week because i have nothing built for masters unless i want to run ultra league up there like i just can't i don't have the resources for it. i think that's because ultra great ultra masters meta doesn't shift that often so you shouldn't have to relearn the meta is what daniel was saying so those you could get through faster and by having the other custom metas being two weeks and keep those in great league or little cup one or the other 
um, allows you to then during that Master League week, like Matthew said, he can't play. He could then do the specialty cup of that two week period and have time to learn that meta while open Master League's happening. And then if he didn't like that after the end of that week, he can ship right back to Great League the next week after. Daniel, what do you like about that idea? I think that's that's fair. Just because like the thing is like, all right, so we won't really be fighting uh new teams or having to find new teams with like Great League or Ultra League. Because we have videos on that in the past. You can look up teams that way. But if it's a completely new meta, which it's a good chance that it is because it's a new season, uh, I expect them to like not bring back Kanto and stuff like that, that which we've had multiple times up. So they have to make, be creative to engage with people's interest in GBL. So I feel like there's going to be new uh, Cubs and you definitely need time to come up with a, a good team. And I know that for us, when there was a new cup for season 10, uh, it took us some time to to find a good team that we got in the rhythm of. So two weeks with a new cup, I think that's that's fair. Cool. So if you guys didn't notice this question in our um, Discord in the You Got One Answer section, Speedius is actually wanting feedback on this. He's, he's doing some of his own research. So give him his actual research. Don't be afraid to tag him. He's asking for feedback, y'all. He's... The nicest bite. guy in the world. Let's be frankly honest here. <laughs> he won't He won't bite, I promise. Uh, don't tag him for stupid stuff, though. Let's be respectful here. Or, you know, if you're, if you're not in our Discord or you're not in his Discord, let him know on Twitter. I think he put the same poll out on Twitter as well. So He did, yeah. Uh, very interested to see what he finally gets as his feedback on it in the end. Uh, up next is Artemis Dragoon says, do you use Mega Energy daily after reaching level 2, or do you wait for the cooldown? Seems like conserving energy and evolving on your cooldown is a way to go once you've reached level 2, because the level increase of XL odds of a Pokemon related to your Mega typing. Matthew? Um, it, it's for two Pokemon in particular that I do every day the others because i don't have enough energy once i hit level two it's kind of like i used up my reserve so i am having to wait you know for the week uh, cooldown period but uh pidgeot and um altaria are the two that i am leveling up altaria is more just because it's one of my favorites and then i quickly switch into pidgeot just so i could get the normal and flying candy because just normal types and flying types are around dino the mega system is this thing where you click a button it changes the form of your pokemon and changes their stats have you Sounds seen that in the game to me. i don't think so i may have to <laughs> go back into that uh but with uh the very few pokemons i mega evolve um uh, i actually just i don't think i wait for the cooldown but the thing is, I make sure that I... But evolve, once you hit level like the... 2, would you be more willing to wait? Because it's only 5 days for the cooldown. Yeah, so that that's different. Yeah, once I, I think I only have 2 Pokemon right now that are level 2s. So yeah, I would probably wait. But typically, like before that, for example, like I would typically just evolve the last Pokemon that is more relevant to whatever is out there. Um, so like if there's I see a lot of flying Pokemon, you know, Charizard with Fire Flying uh is typically what i evolved last so that stays on there the whole time yeah i, I will say once i've reached met level two i am not as prone to mega evolve off of energy 
uh, and it is partially conserving resources. Um, I do want to see once the research comes out on what level three, how many XLs you are getting. Like if you're guaranteed an XL every catch, that may change my tune real quick. Let's be frankly honest. Um, and I do, like Dino said, I also do try to prioritize specific megas because of typings. And let's be frankly, I mega evolve Charizard almost every day because I have 1100 mega candies for Charizard. I can mega evolve that thing anytime I want pretty much. So, yeah, Matthew, what do you, what do you, do you, you, you said you, you are not doing level twos now? Is that just trying to clarify what I, I I'm doing them once a week. Once I a have week. enough okay. candies to get everything that I want up to level two, but past level two to level three, I'm, I don't have okay. the candies for, for just them. trying to clarify. So I understood correctly there. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I don't think I did a good job clarifying that. Okay. And then pioneer shrimp ask us. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Have you ever made a mistake in Pogo that you regret? Yes. Um, example, Multiple. releasing a Multiple. good IV mod, <laughs> etc. My mistake was when checking the rank- ranks of my hatched and rated Pokemon. I thought that was an overall rank and not the rank of those types. So I'm assuming he means checking and seeing like a, a hundo and thinking that's a good PvP Pokemon. When for oh. most Pokemon that would not be good at PvP, and I know people that have made that mistake many times over. Oh wow! Um, yeah, my my mistake though, I feel like I regret is not starting, and this has happened multiple times. Not starting a Pokemon, and when I'm transferring stuff, I'm like, "Where's my Hundo? It is not there. It is transferred, and it is gone." Uh, and then the other one is usually giving my kid my phone uh, so he can play games. And seeing my Galvantula, which is my third Galvantula I've evolved now, uh, that it's CP's over 1,500. So it is Is it 2,500 already, though? Come on. XL I mean, Galvantula's time, a thing. <laughs> no, but it's crappy IVs. Uh, Matthew, what about you? Uh, mine would be... F- 
the all the Pokemon that like I had that have legacy moves from the beginning of the game that I caught that I transferred before PvP was like a thing. Cause it's like I had like three mudshot golems and I'm like this isn't doing a lot of damage in, in these gym battles. So no, I'm gonna go with the one with like mud slap. So you just transfer those and when I'm trying to build a, a golem now for like a, a meta in one of my local discords, I'm like, where's my mud shot one? Let's go. And I was like, oh, darn, I transferred it. Well, that's no problem. Let's elite fast TM this. And you can't get it yeah. by using an elite I fast TM. I remember that. Too. I'm like, so, yeah, no problem. I can elite fast right. TM it. Nope, you can't. It's crazy. Yeah. There's Pokemon's like like that are like that, right? That you can't. Mm-hmm. They're like exclusive, exclusive. Like that you can't get right. it whatsoever. Oh, it, it would be like stuff like that, and then also like the Pokemon that when you're like just swiping through checking the IVs, like you don't realize like that's a good IV spread. So it's like I'm I'm typically looking for like really high defense, really high HP, low attack. So it's like all these Mankeys that are like seven, fifteen, fifteen. I'm like, nope, too high attack, and the Ultra League primate which is like one that i'm trying to get that's like a rank one and i know for a fact i've transferred a bunch that were in the top 30 yeah rank for it so it's it's bad because <laughs> there's too many mistakes uh wildcat mm-hmm. is there anything that you have i had the rank one hop or a jump bluff and i think i remember nope this. i said i had the rank one jump bluff because uh, I totally didn't star it. And I was cleaning up from a just a random play session. And I went to find it to send a screenshot to PGR as their catch of the week. And while writing the email, I realized it was gone. So I had to change my catch of the week submission to Mon that got away. And I cried very hard. Just a little bit. (laughs) I I visibly weeped. Oh man, yeah, that's that's rough. Uh, that it? Any more questions? Uh, no, not that I can. No, I don't think so. That's that should be it. Perfect. I think that's a show, boys. Anything else? Uh, no. I mean, I don't think so. Okay, well, then let's wrap this up. Oh, but one important note real quick, y'all, as we end the show here. Uh, Next week's Fireside Chaddock will be slightly delayed. I believe it'll probably come out about Friday. But we promise it'll be an all-around alluring go discussion. And that was a hint. And Dino's quit the show. Uh, but before we wrap, before we wrap up, we want to say a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you want to support the show, you can for as little as one dollar a month, which does gain you access to our absolutely amazing Discord. Show notes or link is in the show notes. A huge special shout out to our new Twitch and Patreon supporters: JD seven two three eight seven, Sticky Vows, Mythical Hitch, and Old Johnny One Ball from Roundtable Chaddock. Uh, our Coach's Corner supporters, Clifford Merck, Friend673, Eastwood, Mama Climbs, Mosh Pit, Uncle B-Stud, E110, Hasuian Ryan, and Grace. Our Patreon producers, Thanks Obama, Kittens and High Fives, and King Tom. Our wonderful Discord admins, Reyes683, 
Seagull, who finally got the bot fixed, about time Seagull. Uh, fish on, <laughs> yeah, thank God, honestly. Fish on a heater, and Lyle Jeffs one one one. Our executive producer's here, so I'm not bothering thanking him. Uh, for more exciting content, you can find us over on Twitch. That is at twitch.tv slash btwpvp. We do stream every week now, almost three times a week, guaranteed. So really awesome there. Um, you can also check out our YouTube channel. The link for that is in the show notes. We are getting tons more content on there. If you all haven't subscribed first, we would really appreciate you going to that, the YouTube and subscribing. We are so close to actually getting to the 100 required followers that they'll up to 1,000 by the time we get there. Yeah, I was I like, once we get there, it'll be like 5,000. <laughs> yeah. I check every day. Uh, and there you'll see tw- clips from the podcast, our roundtable chat-up discussions, as well as different videos throughout the week. Links in the show notes. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's at BTWPVP podcast. You can email us info at BTWPVP. Links for our merch store, Patreon, our friends over at Pallet Town, our friends over with Spark, and our friend Lyle Jeff. All of those links will be in the show notes as well. Um, You can also find all of that information minus Spark, but we'll get you there, Spark. I apologize. This is new information. I haven't told Hoosier yet. Uh, But we'll get all that on BTWPVP.com. If becoming a Patreon supporter is not your thing or you can't afford, et cetera, et cetera, there's other ways you can help the show. If you just share the show, that helps us out tremendously. Get us out to more people. You can also give us a review on your podcast platform. We do deeply appreciate all the love and support you guys show us. It means the world to us. To be frankly honest, we wouldn't do this without you. Uh, and finally, I want to thank you for listening to BTW Beginner to Winner PvP podcast. I am Wildcat Dad 17. I'm Dino. And I'm Matthew Breaker. And until next time, good luck and get good. Of course, the soundboard breaks now. Why is it every time? think matthew you're about to add it post that's fine like it is fully broken that's totally fine <laughs> that's what i can do give me 20 seconds here to give you a space dun, 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 dun.